Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it there! How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the Internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Winter is coming, my ass. It's the last week of February. It's 80 freaking degrees outside. Anyway, this is Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert for Saturday... February 23rd, 2019. Joining me, as always, out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Legon. That's me. My, uh, my mouse is acting funny, so just bear with me. That's fine. It's fine. You know, stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that that I uh, also out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, the uh, uh, Miles Lagan. Oh, is it Friday yet? Incredibly, <laughs> <laughs> it's only Saturday. Uh, actually, Maybe. that's not a bad thing either. Maybe not for you. You're not the uh, one who has to work. Nowhere. Oops. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Anywho. Uh, we were going to spend the entire show talking about Game of Thrones, but we have an asshole running the country into the ground. So, yeah. Um. Oh, we can brush on these things. They don't need to be, you know, heavy-duty talk. Go a little light. Well, first, uh, first of all, I will say we have no audio for politics because I was like, I, 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 I did not do any show prep other than reading, and Good you know, you. Fo- following up on you know, re- refreshing myself on Game of Thrones. Game of what? And I tease. I, I know you do. <laughs> uh, first, uh, uh, oh wait, uh, f- hold on. Uh, uh, Kenny Pick will be in at the top of the hour, so basically we're gonna do we're gonna try and squeeze in seasons one through four into the last two hours. We may go a little overtime. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, Trojan says we are distorting. Oh dear. Uh, how about now? I, I, I imagine he would it's gonna take, need it's to gonna hear take, something to you it's know, gonna hear take, yeah, okay, yeah, it's gonna in take. order to know whether we're distorting. Yep. So We're in the green, according to the butt. Let's talk about stuff that uh, people don't mind if it sounds distorted. 
Like, um, oh, I don't know. An NFL owner being prosecuted for prosecution well, stuff? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I want to talk about this Jesse Smollett thing because, sure. um, you know, I'm not condoning what he did. Okay, so he basically staged a fake attack on himself yep. in Chicago and paid two guys to beat him up while saying, this is MAGA country. Okay. I thought there, the two guys were his brothers. I, I, I don't know, but here's the thing. There is no one in Chicago who would go around saying, this is MAGA country. It's Chicago. This is Chicago we're talking about, not butt fuck Alabama. I don't know. Something, uh, I believe somebody was attacked in New York City um, by some, yeah. They're all <laughs> over the place, Adam. Yes, it's more prevalent where you're at. I understand. But, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but, you know, they're everywhere. Well, I... Even a liberal state like California's got their share. I, I'm well aware of the fact that, you know, assholery is not unique... Nope. To, to, ...to just, you know, conservative areas. That said, I always... I, 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 and I was smart. I didn't say anything. I knew from the very beginning the story stank to high heaven. And for all you conservatives acting like this, aha, gotcha moment for the media, you guys are total rubes because the media did exactly what they're supposed to. They reported the facts as they came out. They didn't opinionate and say, you know, this story doesn't sound right. Okay, because that's not the news media's job. The news media's job is to report the facts. Just the facts, man. As they're presented. Exactly. So and it I was mean, a fact that he claimed, he made this claim, and then more facts came out, and oh dear. And, and, and every time something about the new about the case happened, they, you know, the news was reporting it. The news did their job. Pretty much. Con contrast that with Fox News, who for eight years lied about the black man in the White House. Hmm. You know, every time Donald Trump would say, oh, oh, my investigators of Hawaii got something, Fox News would be all over that, like, ugly on ape. No offense to apes. So what do you think's going to happen? I think he's going to get the book done. I mean, he should. I mean, his career is basically over. I'd say his career's toast. From what I read, there's already looking to recast the character. Uh, I've heard they're trying to... I, I heard the character's being written off, and that they're probably just going to... Um, uh, yeah. But here's the thing about what he did. Uh, from what I understand, they were, um, I mean, they were claiming you know hate crimes were committed, which you know felony. Uh, and but from what I understand, he's only being charged with, like misdemeanor, like disorderly conduct or some such thing. But this is the kicker. When you plot with another person to commit a crime, that's conspiracy. And that's a serious-ass crime. So I don't know if he's going to get off that light. I mean, when you say throw the book at him, I mean, the what they did, making the false claim, there's only so much that you can, you know, charge a person with for making a false claim. It's like perjury or 
you know, uh, testify, you know, lead, uh, you know, obstruction of justice. I mean, there's these different things, but conspiracy, that's hardcore. So, ah, uh, I would want to be in his shoes. I would. That's 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 bad juju. Not. I don't know that they will charge him with conspiracy, but I'm just saying when you you know actively, you know. Conspire, <laughs> work together with another person. That's conspiracy. Anyway, just throwing that in that ring. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, I, you know, I, I'm just so sick of seeing all these, these, you know, like, well, okay, because uh, they they were mentioning this the the Smollett case and the the I stand with Vic people. Yes, there's a movement. I stand with Vic McNagna. They're saying, oh, well, you didn't, you libturds didn't learn your, your lesson from the Smollett case. It was like, the Smollett case has nothing to do with this. Okay, the, the news media did the right thing, reporting the facts as they came out. That's the What's way the it's Vic supposed to work. Millet thing? The who? Remember Vic McNagna, the guy who was accused, the guy who's been accused of getting a, a little too fresh with the young girls at anime cons? Oh, oh I'm sorry, I... I've already forgotten his name. They're like, uh, you know, you were wrong about, you know, they're basically saying that we were, because we were wrong about the Jesse Smollett case, which we weren't, we're going to be proven wrong about Vic McNagna, which is good for a laugh. You know, they're like, oh, he's, okay. been, he's been getting, he's been on Discord saying he's got super secret information that proves he didn't kiss girls. Okay. Call me crazy. But simple logic says you can't prove a negative. Just like Miles, I can't um, prove I haven't kicked you in the shins. That's true, but you could, for example, to prove a negative. For example, um, there are videotapes allegedly that the police claim they have them of Robert Kraft going into this massage parlor and receiving some, you know, Famous. being loved long time. If you, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So. Uh, he was ordering some hot so coffee. So he's claiming that when he was there, he or because there's it, it's not like he's ar not arguing that he never was there. He's arguing that he did nothing wrong or he didn't break, commit a crime. And if there are videotapes of him during his visits of the session that he ex experienced, then that evidence would prove he did not commit a crime. It would prove the negative. So it's you know, so I mean, yeah. In certain circumstances, yes, you can't prove a negative. But you know, there's times when you look at it and you go, "Generally, eh. come on, Miles, come on." Generally speaking, you can't prove a negative. Let, let's. I not, agree with that statement. Muddy, let's not muddy the waters. You I'll agree with that statement. You know, just like generally. I can't prove, just like you can't prove that I didn't take any sneak any cookies while Steve Bloom wasn't looking. I can't prove it, except I, I know that you didn't, because they were right in front of me, and I was in control of them. <laughs> That's a fact, people. Bad, okay. bad example there. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Michelle's like, he did what? No, 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 it didn't no. happen. Now, occasionally, my hand would slowly slide over to your hand to stop you from clicking your pencil on the desk, but otherwise, yeah. 
No, you didn't take any cookies. <laughs> and I wouldn't have. Hey, but but the point is, like I said. But you're you right. I can't prove you didn't, except for my own test. My, uh, you know, standing yes, up. Yes, but your... but the thing is that you you <coughs> you weren't watching me all day every day for how long was it? Four days. That's true. That's so, true. So I'm just saying you can't prove. Right. I definitely. So didn't let's just take move on from the point that yes, generally you can't prove a negative. Let's just move on from that. Well, actually, since now we know where the cookies were being stored, yes, we can prove that. Okay. <laughs> All right, bad example. Um, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. A little more examples, Adam. We get it. Move on. So, again, they're they're acting like this is some sort of gotcha, ha, 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 you suck moment from the media. And it's not. It's not. You know, uh, you know like I said, every yeah. time, every time, for eight years, every time Trump said, oh, yep, my investigator's in Hawaii... Oh boy, but that must have been a great scam, guys. <sighs> Eight years in Hawaii, paid with all expenses paid by that complete and total yeah, sure. moron. He got what he paid for, but he—it it wasn't that he was actually doing anything. He just wanted to play to a base. He was trying to build up his position in the political not, arena. If you, yeah, I, I agree with you, but that's not my point. It was my based on lies. Every time he would say, "Oh, we've got something." Every time he would, he would go like Janine from Ghostbusters, we got one! But yeah, there's, um, you know. Fox yeah, News yeah. would be eating it up. Fox News would have them on, oh, this is tremendous. Fox News knows what to play, how to play to their base. They know what side the, I, of the bread it's not they're buttered about, on. It's not about the base. It's about the fact that these people have no right lecturing anyone about journalistic integrity. Um, I will say it is about ratings. Fox News is not immune to the effects of capitalism, and they have to please enough of an audience to stay on the air. And that means playing to the base. Uh, you're forgetting about one important thing. Wingnut welfare. Wingnut welfare is real. Okay. Uh, because the Cokes were willing to spend millions of dollars to keep Rush Limbaugh on the air by buying up all oh, of the Oh, I ads. know. the Yes, when you look at the commercial base of... Um, yes, when you look at who funds, who pays for the commercials on the Fox News, yes, it's obvious, you know, the, 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 the companies that are backing that up. That being said, was it uh, Bill O'Reilly? Or, yeah, it was Bill O'Reilly. I believe that all of a sudden started losing sponsors left, right, and center, and it got to the point where ooh, ooh they pulled him. If he was still, because he was, I think, their number one draw. Because if he was still pulling in the big bucks, they would have stuck with him, in my opinion. But because he was a, a lodestone around their neck, no rating, no money coming in. He may have had the ratings, but when sponsors say, "Uh, uh-uh, capitalism has its power." Uh, I, I hear what you're saying, Adam, but I'll I'll just say you know there's more to it than you know than just the the, the, the powers that be. Fair enough. I'm I'm just saying this is some major gotcha moment for the for the news media. They 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 did their job and they did it yep. right and and you know it's not again it's not a news organization organization's job to say. This story doesn't smell the past the smell test, in my opinion. If you are giving your opinion, you are not news. Excellent. 
So, we're not, 20 we're minutes not in, I think we've covered that pretty well. What shall we talk about next? Now, let's talk about the Patriots guy getting, getting you know, uh, <laughs> getting loved long, getting right long. to the gutter. As, as John Fugelsang said, do we want to talk politics or smut? Actually, no, that remind. no, thank you, thank you for bringing up John Fugelsang because I got to get this off my chest. Oh boy, here we go. Go ahead. I don't know okay. even know what you're going to bring up, but okay. Now, I've kind of kept quiet about the whole Frank Conniff getting fired thing because I do have a lot of respect for John Fugel saying he's been gener- generous enough to come on this show before and talk Star Wars shop with us. Something sure. I'm hoping that, ap- you know, after Episode 9, after we've all had a chance to digest Episode 9, we can try and make it happen again. However, it came out today that Frank Conniff's, again, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that, comedy god Frank Conniff's contract wasn't renewed because he was mean to Quis Quisty. <laughs> so because he spoke truth to power and lard, he's out of job. Okay, I hadn't heard that. I didn't know why he was fired. I mean, we saw a little bit of this and that, John wishing him luck and that kind of thing, but I did not see any reasons behind it. But, uh, interesting. I don't see Sirius XM or the XMs uh, in general um, taking the kind of action that would silence one of their people over something like that i they must have faced some kind of a pressure from outside i don't know i mean really you're gonna go to bat for chris christie who's who's going to bat sirius xm they're defending chris christie the point they're gonna fire again comedy god frank conniff because he called him corrupt which call me crazy i'm just a, i'm just a loony liberal <laughs> is uh you know accurate now let's um let's take a moment and consider this when you have personalities on a show and they are liable to say things things that are intended as humor can be laughed at you know mocking satire you can you can get away with a lot as comedy. Now, when you start throwing out accusations like corrupt, and I'm not saying Chris Christie isn't, but when you represent it, you know, and you're working for a company and you start throwing that out there, because Chris Christie is slash was a lawyer. And the Sirius XM, he may have gone to Sirius XM or someone representing him may have gone and said, look, that accusation is unfair, and we are ready to uh, sue uh, if this continues. And SiriusXM had to make a decision as to whether we either let this guy go or we pony up the money for attorneys to protect him and his, you know, ac- accusations. And, and that's, that's a no-duh decision. You're going to win in court because uh, there's this thing called um, free speech. That's right there. Free in the speech does not. Free speech protects no. you from the government. It does not protect you from civil liabilities for slander. It's the same thing when 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 like like Kat just 
brought up. Same thing when right wingers get fired, your words do have consequences. Your words and if do. that, yeah, and if SiriusXM thought it, that it was hurting their bottom line, then it's all it's perfectly fine for SiriusXM not to renew his contract. We have to be the same with our side as with their side, even though they are not with us. You cannot claim free speech with this, Adam. It is only it strictly is applies to the government. Right. This He's, is an employer only. Last I checked, he, they were threatening. If they were threatening to sue, that's threatening to use the government against someone no. for expressing their free speech. No, incorrect. No, it I would be love. A, it's a, it's a, it's a civil lawsuit. No, no. I would it love not to see that case. I would love to see that case because Christy Cream would get laughed out of court. That's still not the point. The point is, it's yeah. not the government. It's civil. The, okay. the judicial system's run by the government, but that's the playing field. The two uh, people come on it and play on the level playing field. But it is not the government telling Khan if you can't do this. Or we will imprison you, punish you, fine you, I stand corrected. Okay. But I still think it's... I, 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 this is why I decide, This is why I'm canceling my Sirius XM subscription, though. Now that I know it was about politics, goodbye, Sirius XM! Cool. All right. Don't well, that's some money you'll be saving to, every month. Yeah, it's about their bottom bottom line. They are a company. To paraphrase Randy Rhodes, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Fair enough. All right. So the, this this. Now this, that was this. a distraction because we were talking about John Fugel saying, but we were talking about something else first. Yes. Oh, Kraft. Yes, that's his name, Kraft. Not the cheese. Right. Idiot. <laughs> so, I happen to work in Jupiter, Florida. I live in Port St. Lucie, but I drive about, you know, 40-minute commute south into the Palm Beach County, which is where I work, the north end of it. And that's Jupiter Gardens and what have you. And the shopping center where, uh, allegedly, let's use that so you don't get sued, Adam. Allegedly, this occurred... <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Why are you afraid of me getting sued? I mean, the, I'm sure we have... I'm not, Adam. Crack, it's all there. I'm sure we have a... Just, I'm, I'm, sure not we have a crack, I'm sure Kenny has a crack team of lawyers on standby ready to defend me any time I put my foot in my mouth. Well, let's just say I'm not in the mood to put you in the crosshairs of a billionaire that's got enough money to burn to make your life miserable. Let's, let's phrase my it My life way. is already miserable, so... More miserable. So... The uh, <laughs> this 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 massage parlor, I I I know the shopping center it is in. Michelle and I have eaten at a restaurant, a very nice restaurant called the Food Shack. Uh, it's just a few doors down from this from this place. It was called Orchids of Asia. I don't know, massage or something like that. But Orchids of Asia and Jupiter. It's it's currently closed because of a, <laughs> the police. <laughs> It, it, it hit a number of other places in West Palm Beach County. Hundreds, over a hundred men have been identified and are being rounded up <laughs> in this sting. <laughs> oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. What's interesting is Kraft is not, did not deny that he went there. You know, because it, did, I, I, I don't know if he used cash or if he used his credit card. You know, but apparently, you know, apparently, from what I've heard, the the cops say they have video evidence. Now, that's pretty uh, pretty damning, and I yeah. can't. I'm very interested to know what the NFL, because the NFL 
unfortunately for Robert Kraft, has an image problem. <laughs> Shocker, right? They've got an image problem of their male um, uh, uh, you know, participants in their company, be it uh, management or players or what have you. Uh-huh. Having trouble, you know, on how to treat women. And lo and behold, now, mind you, the accusations against Robert Kraft are only misdemeanors. That's all they are. He was charged with two misdemeanors. He was not charged with the, 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 the sex trafficking because it was the two women that were running that place that were responsible for that. A sixty-nine-year-old and a forty-one-year-old, or something. I, like I hope they get the book thrown at them. I really do. But, uh, Actually, anyway, <laughs> I hope their 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 sentences are more severe than anything. For if oh if, yeah, they deserve, if this proves out that they are trafficking people. So, uh, but only two misdemeanors. So the misdemeanors, in and of themselves, I mean, whatever Robert Kraft suffers from that, it isn't that to a billionaire, it ain't going to be that big of a deal. I mean, the worst thing he might suffer is a little jail time, a few months or whatever. Big deal. But I mean, when you're 77 years old, like he is, you know, that is a few more, a few more ticks of the clock that you're not going to spend free. But as far as him, you know, being fined or whatever, this is a nickel in the bucket. This is something. This is this is chump change. He could just toss it out or throw it out the window without without a care in the world. What he will care about is the big brick coming through the window thrown by the NFL. What will the other owners say, you know, because of their image problem? And they make an example of him going, uh-uh. Well, yeah. So so did no one know what was going on this in this place until now? Because you said you once ate dinner, or, you know, or was it lunch a few doors down? I mean, did, did were, were there, like, rumors? Or was, is this, like, out of left field? I'll they say didn't... this. I didn't know the place existed. Right. <laughs> We didn't pay you attention know, to anything else. I don't. I don't look yeah. at you know when we we went there. What was it after a movie hunt? Because there's the movie theaters on the north side of Indian Town Road. Yeah, like three this years ago or center, something. Yeah, no, the shopping ex- centers on the south side. A friend of ours recommended the. Place. That's right. It was a yes. recommendation from a friend. We went there on a recommendation <laughs> to the food place, not to the massage place. Yeah. We didn't. We, I don't. I've never been to a massage place. I, mean, I wasn't laughing at the prospect of you going to the massage place. I was just saying that it was, it was you know. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was a great food place. But this this investigation has been going on for something like eight months or something like that? Correct. Eight yeah. months, and Robert Kraft went twice in the past month. Talk about bad timing. <laughs> Very <Wow>. bad timing. <laughs> wow. Because here's the thing. It's not like Robert Kraft went onto his little phone, opened up his Google, and said, where can I have some happy fun time in Jupiter, Florida? That's not what happened. Because hundreds of men got arrested. He got wind of this from a friend or an associate or someone that says, hey, if you're in town and you're looking for a little something-something, go here. So somebody told him this. This isn't someplace you, you know... I've lived, I've lived, I've worked in Jupiter for... Give me a moment. 25, 23 years. That's a long time. And I didn't know about this place. <laughs> you know, I, it's not my thing. 
I don't know that stuff, but it, it's like, I, you know, I just see, oh, slash farming, whatever. Oh, I look over there, oh, a tattoo place, whatever. I don't do tattoos. I don't do, you know, I look at a, a, a vape shop and I'm like, oh, look, they sell, nic- you know, nicotine for drug addicts over there. Great. You know, and I, but, I don't, I don't do tattoos either for one simple reason. I'm terrified of needles. I might get a tattoo one day. It's, it's okay. not that bad, believe me. I don't like needles either, and my tattoo was was more simple than any blood drawing I've ever had. Well, yeah. it's, I, it's so. ironic that it's it's funny that you had mentioned blood drawing because that's why I'm terrified of needles. Um, oh yeah. I I had to get my blood drawn once for my Ritalin prescription. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! I'm I've been on Ritalin since I was a child. Dun dun dun. <laughs> um, and the. Army nurse, no, I'm sorry, it was a Navy nurse because we were in Illinois at the time. Uh, made the mistake of showing me the needle they would be using to draw my blood, <laughs> and me being a, a small, chubby eight year old was absolutely terrified. And the funny thing is, is that. Hmm. No, can you do? So the funny thing is that I was so used, you know, like, I used to hate going to the doctor whenever I got sick, which is why I hate going to the doctor now, because, like, if I had strep, the army nurse would just jam the tet the thing down my throat, wiggle around. <laughs> so yeah. then the fir- the first time in college I get strep and I go to I'm dreading going to the doctor, but I know I know I've got strep because I had I had it like once every semester for you know like ten years. Okay, um, they just they're very gentle and, and they're like, why do you look so terrified? I was like because I wasn't <laughs> expecting it to be like that. So maybe it's less I saw the yeah. needle in, and that the army nurse was incompetent enough to terrify a small, impressionable child. Well, well, it turned you into the think, man you are today. Think, think of this. Think of having your blood drawn, having the woman going into your arm with the needle to bl- draw the blood, <laughs> missing the vein, not once, not twice, but three times. Instead of taking the needle out and trying again, she keeps fishing in your arm for the vein. Yeah. <laughs> That happened to me. It caused me to have a muscle seizure and to pass out. When I woke up, I was looking up at three people whom I did not know, asking me if I was okay, and I had found out that I had vacated my my bowels. Oh, dear. That happened to me when I was 15. I am so... That that makes my story (laughs) seem trivial. I think a lot of it's just that, you know, the army nurses and doctors just, you know, they're they're army nurses and doctors. They're not... They're not trained to have good um, bedside, bedside manners. Yeah. No, they're, they're trained to get it done. Exactly. Uh, even if it means terrifying a small child. Yeah. Uh, even if it means terrifying a small child by jamming a strep test down his throat. Yes. I'm sorry, can you tell I'm still a bit bitter about that? Uh, just a bit. So are we done with craft? Ready for next segment? Yes, we're ready for next segment. Sweet. Because we got next... more to talk about. Next week we are doing all Game of Thrones. I don't unless unless Shitler starts <laughs> World <laughs> War Three. We're we because we, we, all right. We'll be right back. We got to go to break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You didn't tell me he'd gone this crazy. Really stepped it up a notch. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
be like I want a train wreck Tantamount to pyramid or maybe a recliner I'm useful as a buggy wheel I'm good as any buggy wheel I'm useful as a buggy wheel for you Just forget her I'm useful as a buggy wheel I'm good as any buggy wheel I'm useful as a buggy wheel And you, you, you are too Then rig them all to Swoos Cap, bungee falling all the way to real estate in China. Silicone rat bait like I want a train wreck. Tantamount to pyramid, and maybe you're a climber. 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 I'm useful as a buggy whip. I'm good as any buggy whip. I'm useful as a buggy whip, and you, you, you are too.
Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Ciao. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Look, I'm up to here with cool, okay? I am so amazingly cool. You could keep a side of meat in me for a month. I am so hip, I have difficulty seeing over my pelvis. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. It'll probably help if I press the button. It and we're back. Helps. Yeah, it always does help, doesn't it? And we are back. Yes. Uh, <laughs> speaking, well, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, joining me as always out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie for the GM Galaxy Master, Mr. Miles Lagan. Hey! And also out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM Dungeon Master, mother of cats, first of her name, etc., etc., Michelle Lagan. <laughs> that is me, and my kitty say hi. Hello, especially you, Loki, you adorable scamp. Oh, he is, he is. I go to get a drink of water during the break, and the cat's sitting on the sofa. It's like, yep, sounds like seems like a good idea, Mom, to let him get used to being able to do that. <laughs> do you want cat burns? Because that is how you get cat burns! Apparently. <laughs> she didn't learn a lesson when she set Miko on fire once with a candle, because he, he accidentally put a, his tail in a candle... <laughs> I've had cats burn their whiskers off before by trying to sniff a candle that was lit. Yeah. 
It stops them from doing it pretty quickly, though. Uh, as far as I know, he hasn't set himself on fire again, again, so... Yeah, setting oneself on fire is a learning experience, and you tend not to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Alright, uh, so s since we played the uh, Zaphod Beeblebrox bumper, I figured I'd say, I'd, uh, first of all, again, thank you to, uh, thank you, Michelle, for, uh, booking Brit Wolf. He was amazing. And I made it to his, uh, Fiction Friday reading, and I gotta say, this guy needs to, to record himself some audiobooks. He did great. Uh, he is, he, yeah, he's spectacular. I mean, he does documentaries, so why shouldn't he, he should actually, yeah. you know, you know, uh, expand. Yeah, fiction, I, you know, uh, yeah, I love I mean, his voice. I want. I wonder if I could hire him to read my book if I ever get it finished. Finish writing it. Unprecedented, the tragic presidency of Donald Trump. You probably could. You just have to discuss it with him. I'll send my people to talk to his people, and you know we'll see what happens. I know Kenny's thinking about ha um, talking with him to record some uh, new stuff for Radio for Humans. Yes, and, and you know, uh, no? I, I will. I will reiterate it to him. But of course, he is welcome whenever he wants to come on and talk, either politics or nerd shop or both. You know, just putting it out there. Both. I'll extend the invitation, and you can too, since you're in the channel nowadays, yes. and you're in the Discord. So, yes. yep. But uh, I yeah, think the... basically it has to do with his wife. Uh, you know, he likes quality time with the family on the weekends. Well, yeah, I and I, yeah. I'm just saying it's a, it's an open invitation. No, no, I'm not yeah. expecting. His kid is turning 18 this year. So. Wow. I would just limit yeah. it to inviting him on major events. You know, like if the Mueller report comes out, that might be major enough. Or say... An impeachment? Uh, I think one of Trump's kids might get in trouble before that happens. But sure, that qualifies. Oh, and uh, it, just in case, because I know we have several critters in our audience, the search for Grog one-shot is up on the Critical Role YouTube channel. Very cool. I watched about three hours last night before I had to go to bed. <laughs> oh, and I also posted earlier in the in the in the chat. I posted the Brett Wolf Sailor Moon cosplay clip. Yeah, I didn't realize Which, he was a Sailor Moon fan. I think somebody goaded him into it, but he, oh. he likes anime, so yeah. Hey, but you it, know, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know what drives me nuts is it never fails when I'm on Twitter talking politics, some wise-ass conservative has to make fun of the fact that my my icon is gone from Hunter Hunter. Whatever you say, cartoon boy, it's like, do I make fun of the fact that, you, you know, you enjoy watching a bunch of big men hit each other while over a football? No? Then don't mock me for liking anime. Yeah. I mean, what is it with these assholes? Do you are, are are your lives so devoid of joy that you instantly get jealous because you see I have hobbies and a life that doesn't involve politics? No, they're looking at something to make you upset and to punch your buttons, and that is what is happening, and they are succeeding. Just ignore them. You know, I mean, surprise! I'm a human being with hobbies. <gasps> Well, look, so look at my, look at my avatar. You know, it's it, it, it's a you know a, a a comic book drawing. Hey, Rogue is one of the best X Men. Not as good as Storm, obviously. But uh, no, no, 
She can be anything she wants. Just well, let her touch you. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I, yeah, that is that that it, you know that uh, you know uh, that uh, shit. Yeah, uh, but but this is rogue DM too. She's not only rogue, but she's also a dungeon master. So that makes her even more. She's a double threat there. Uh, here we go. That that is a uh, that is true. And the 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 the, 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 the double threat part. That is also true. That is also true. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about. Oh my God, the. I will say this to start with. Um, if if any of us threatened a federal judge on sure. Instagram, on Instagram, or Twitter. First of all, first of all, Kenny would immediately disavow us. We'd be fi- one of, whoever did it would be fired, burned, you know, get a burn notice put on out, put out on us. Um, but we would be in jail instantly. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Do not threaten the judge again, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because Roger Stone is the moneyed elite, he gets another chance to fuck things up. So don't. Well, Yes, Miles. Um, are we talking about the first time she put a gag order on him, or the second? The second. Okay. Look at I'll I'll throw out this spin. Here's my take on it. She could have taken him, you know, put him away. But here's the other thing: you put him in jail. One, that's time he gets to claim as, you know, time served. Two, if he's out on bail. He's not having the taxpayers fund his living. <laughs> because everything I've heard is saying he is broke. Well, but here's the thing. Again, he threatened a judge. And don't get me wrong. I was, when I, when I, uh, you know, I was gritting like the Cheshire Cat when I heard him begging for his, it was like uh, an old uh, uh, Laurel and Hardy sketch. Please, Ollie. You know, you know, that, that thing. Yes. Um, but. Uh, you know, so it was amusing to hear him sniveling. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But my point is that this shows that there are two different justice systems. There's the one for the poor schmucks like us. And the rich, the money elite, like the Donald Trumps, the Roger Stones. Because, like I said, none of us would have gotten another chance. Um, yeah, judges don't take that too kindly. So, I don't know. This, this judge showed reservation. I mean, she could have. You and I would have loved to have seen him, you know, get hammered. Agreed, but uh, I just now look at it this way: Stone is the type of person that loves attention, right? We could agree on that. Yes. And she has now put him in a position where he's not allowed to get that attention, and he's got this Damocles sword hanging over his head. And that is beautiful. So beautiful. If he, was in, if he was in jail, 
he'd still be able to, you know, I mean, his access would be limited, but he'd be able to say things or whatever, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But now she shut him down under the threat of completely shut him down. I think the term is like one word. <laughs> so I almost believe in karma at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, like I said, I'm just saying, you know, I, 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 like I said, it was amusing to see him beg like a little baby. Mm. But he, I mean, if, again, he really should be in jail. I don't think, uh, I don't think he's going to make it through this. I mean, he could get pardoned. But another thing I've heard is that Manafort, you know, Manafort, all the crap he's done, you know he is angling for a pardon, right? Yes. That's his tactic and strategy. And I just read that the uh, state of New York is already setting things up, and they are bypassing or they're dealing with the situation of the double jeopardy issue to indict him in case he is pardoned. Indict him with crimes. So if he gets, if he skates, if Trump gives him the get out of jail free card, New York can step up and go over here. We'll take him. <laughs> They'll blow the whistle, say you out of the pool. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. This is all coming together, and the rumors of um, Mueller's report coming out this up next week, and now I've heard rumors it's not. So it's just a, a he said, she said. Um, one of the things I did hear was that some of Mueller's uh, lawyers, or their uh, prosecutors, have gone back to their original employers informing them that, hey, we're now free or whatever. So he's losing people, which doesn't mean it's over, but that, that their aspect, whatever they are working on, is finished. So just another, you know, pin in the beetle. You'll forgive the reference. Things are coming. It's just a matter of time. And oh, the end of February. I am so. Is that th this is up this week? Because Cohen is testifying soon. I know he's already testified a little bit behind closed doors or what have you. And there was another person that was it Flynn or somebody. They had their sentencing date delayed until the end of February. February 26th, I think was the specific date that was given. Oh, and that's only, what, three days away? <laughs> There's a reason that these dates are given. And uh, people smarter than us, people more knowledgeable than us, are, are, are putting ducks in a row and setting things up. It's exciting to watch. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, and, and I, I'm telling you this. I'm sure we're going to see the, the Mueller report, uh, you know, tr Trump can try and get his new attorney general to suppress it, but uh, I think Mueller has considered that contingency, and I'm sure that I'm sure he's set up like a dead man switch. Even if this uh, new attorney general manages to, with the with the Supreme Court's help to fight off the, the, the Congress's subpoena for the Mueller report, it all falls apart in 2021 when you got a new person in the White House. It all falls apart. Oh, yeah. And Trump, you know, and at that point, you know. But then, you know, I mean, if if if, if they were to suppress the Mueller report, the, the Democrats would have something to hammer them with 
before the election every day, every week, drip, drip, drip. It would just be, you know, what are you afraid to talk? You're hiding your tax returns, too. You're hiding this. You're hiding that. Oh, ta- Trump's tax returns. Oh, I cannot wait for them to subpoena that stuff. Fun. Oh, I'm enjoying these politics. I know you're, you're, for you it's a grind, but for me, I get excited. I'm like, oh, yeah. Good. I'm past, the, I'm past the depression part. I'm now at the giddy, happy, clappy part. Oh, well, that must be nice. It is. It is wonderful. Schadenfreude for everybody. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I, I, you know, I'm all for Schadenfreude. <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, you know, so that that's always fun. Hold on one second while I check something, please. Standing by. <laughs> okay, never mind. I just had to check. Okay, we are definitely on the air. All right. Uh, so yeah, I like I said, uh, it's definitely amusing, uh, but also disheartening. Uh, let's see, what else did we get? What are we talking about? What What else happened this week? I don't know. Was that pretty much um, it? Yeah, I'm. I'm... Uh, politics, not interested. I've been kind of, in a, I've been, I, I, I've been kind of in a hole this week. I've been uh, kind of sick, so I've been just laying in bed sleeping. The, the Cohen so. testimony happened, but it was behind closed doors. So all you got is the Trump people being nervous about it and whatever. Oh, you know he's singing like a bird. I can only imagine the Republicans squirming in there trying to figure out how to make this guy sound un, you know. How to do, how to undo what he's doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, a thing of beauty lasts forever. So let's just hope the Trump administration isn't a thing of beauty. Yeah. So. So, uh, are we wrapping things up for politics tonight? We ready to? Take an early yes. break, and we'll start the GOT thing. That's not that early, but uh, yes. Go for it. Uh, I will. She's the next segment. Yes, we're going to start talking about Game of Thrones. We're definitely. I've been. Oh, that's I've not been, the right music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we got season eight coming up. And, uh, I mean, just so much great stuff coming out this year. Still, I'm still excited about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. The new movie posters they put out in, featuring, uh, let me see, it was it was Rodan, Ghidra, and Mothra look amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, I like Mothra. Mothra looks, looks badass. Um, Rodan just looks like the... Rodan. The, 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 the half half pterodactyl kind of just stubby little flying thing that it does. I I don't know what badassness it I mean, eh. Rodan to me was never that uh, impressive a monster. It's just, just like, okay, it flies around and makes big waves of wind. And the graphics, though, on that, man, did you see the, the trailer? The people yes. just get sucked up into the air. and Oh, yeah, like I said, everything looks amazing. And they, and they did announce that... Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong will drop next year in 2020. Okay. So, 
that should be fun. Um, and I'm just trying to think. I think that's you know I think that's all the. Like I said, don't forget search for Grog up on YouTube. Oh, that reminds me. Critical Role in Geek and Sundry. They, mommy and Daddy got a divorce. Okay. <sighs> it's gonna happen. I, I, I no, don't get me wrong. I knew that I I saw this coming when they opened up their own channel and started developing their own content. I kind of figured it was eventually gonna happen, but it just seems kind of sudden to me, you know. But anyway. It- yeah, it may have been in the works for a long time. We, we we are not privy to that information. Unless Matt Mercer wants to come on and give us a sweet exclusive interview. <laughs> that's up to you. <laughs> are you kidding? He would. Ne- that's never going to happen. I probably well. couldn't get, I probably couldn't get an interview with him at AWA because he like the, everyone would want an interview with Mercer. But- Excuse me. Well, you just have to get some ends, you know. Do you know any voice actors that have worked with them? Do you know any voice actors who might have sampled my cookies? Do you know <laughs> if you can bribe Matt Mercer with cookies? <laughs> huh. Those are good questions. I will do some research. All right, we'll be right back with Kenny Pick and Game of Thrones. We'll be right back after this. After this... You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. That's the end of Act 1. Intermission time. Go get some snacks! Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. the show. Attention people of Earth. Attention people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> We are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back. Joining me, as always, out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Ligon. That is me, and you're going to have to forgive me. My sinuses have started to decide to rebel, and I'm having trouble right now breathing. So. Oh, dear. 
All right. Also joining us out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Legon. Howdy. Excitement. And Loving finally, it. what? Excitement. Loving it. Let's go. Yes. Uh, and finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Keep boy still. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgot to put the bypass on <laughs> my sound effect. And uh, the effects come on by default. Uh, did you guys, did you boys get it all out of your system? Yep. We're fine. Everything's right. fine. We're still, I'm, I, I know. We, we're still both alive. I know. I just was looking forward to three hours of, of Game s- of Thrones. But. <sighs> well, it, it'll be all three, three hours. I, I, like I said, unless. Schittler starts World War Three at in Vietnam next next week. I almost said year because it's like every week is a year with this asshole. I know, uh, I know, but yes. So, uh, you know what? I I figured we would get this started right, and I dug up something we usually used for in a different capacity. But hold on, <sighs> really dusty. Had to pull it out of the closet. Uh, and I figured uh, this would be a good. Here we go. Where's the god of tits and wine? I hear they call him the imp. I hear he hates that nickname. What did you once call me? A drunken little lust-filled beast. I've been a very busy man. You will watch your tongue. Things are expected of me. One word, and I hit you again. I'm telling mother. Death is so final, whereas life, uh, life is full of possibilities. I like living. Well, I said, I had a day. I figured I would dig that up. Man, I love Peter Dinklage. Oh, he's 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 amazing in that, especially in that role. I love him as Bolivar Trask in Days of Future Past. Anywho, uh, Heck, so there I, we go. I even like him in that movie Pixels. Yeah, Oof, you're brave. You're yes. brave. Hey, it was Adam a Sand- fun movie. It was horrible. Adam but it was Sandler. Fun. It was fun. Uh-huh. It was stupid, but it was fun. Oh, I'm sure it was stupid. <laughs> You're, you're, you have, uh, uh... But I like stupid movies, so hey. I, I have watched... I married a, I married a vampire. So, you know, I, I've seen some really stupid movies in my life. I even watch trauma films, and I know you hate those, Kenny, but... Yeah, well... <laughs> I'm, I'm re-watching the whole witchcraft series, and those are schlock to the nth degree. So... Yeah, that series wasn't too terrible. Well, but you, do you know what isn't schlock? Game of Thrones. Exactly. Thank you. You read Heck yeah. There are some badass women in that series, and I love them all. Except Cersei. No, she's badass in her own way. What? I, I Cersei's total badass. Hell yeah. She's a murdering psychopath. That doesn't negate badassness. No. She is doing what she can to keep her ideals alive. Darth Vader's a badass, and he blew up a whole planet. Hell yeah! Actually, that was that, that was, was actually Tarkin. Oh. Thank yeah. you, <laughs> Michelle and I practically collided getting to that. Nope, nope. Well, he was he was on board with it. Well, there was that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he stood by. He didn't stop it. But then again, if you've ever played Star Wars The Old Republic, Alderaan really deserves to be wiped off the face of the Earth. <laughs> because they're noble class 
Their oh, th- their class system sucked, and they were all dicks. The nobles were, anyways. So actually, the nobles should have been wiped off the face of the earth. Not Bail Organa. Um, the his predecessors were. All right, fair enough. All right, so let's get started because <laughs> we're already be- we're already uh, behind the power curve because okay. Because, uh, all right, so let's let's set this up. First of all, uh, Game of Thrones takes place in uh, Westeros and Essos, and in this world, the thing that the thing that's kind of important is that seasons last for years, if not decades. And as the series starts, we're we're coming in off of what was like an eighteen-year-long summer. Something like, something like that. And it's it's setting in the fall. So that that's you know seasons, stuff like that. It's kind of important. Um I couldn't handle eight well actually, you know what? I basically since I live in Alabama, I do kinda of have to put up with you know, perpetual summer. Not really. Not compared to us. It's not a contest, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> If you want perpetual summer, come down to this hellhole. Yeah. All right. So, as we begin, we see okay the the guy st- comes across a White Walker, runs away, abandons his post at the wall, which gets him a nice execution sentence carried out by Honorable mm-hmm. Eddard Stark, aka Ned. Um. And one thing, I think the main, we'll get into this, but the main episode, or not the episode, the main point of season one is that being nice and honorable gets you nowhere in this series. Can I say it was just like slightly telegraphed by casting Sean Bean? Yes. <laughs> who dies in almost everything he does. Hell, you guys, you guys, you remember when Civilization He's like the Six Bill came... Paxton of modern movies. Yes. Yes. Here's, I mean, it's like, I remember when I watched the opening movie to Civilization Six. I was like, oh, Sean Bean might just make it this, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I was like, so close. Uh-oh. We may be having tech problems. Uh, what? They're saying that they can only hear you. Oh, dear. There we go. Fixed. I'm, in- I'm innocent. <laughs> you-, you weren't innocent the day you were born. Look on. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, so where was so I? the one? Uh, I, 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 uh, let me just jump in real quick, because the one thing about season one of Game of Thrones is... Yeah, they started off right away with the White Walker stuff. But it was so out of sight, out of mind for so long, you almost forgot that that was the looming threat. You know, but they they gave it to you in that first episode. They spoon-fed it to you, but they put it on the back burner so far that you kind of forgot for seasons, you know? Yes. Yes, which is brilliant. Which is a brilliant way of uh, you know doing storytelling, and making the threat so much scarier that it's been working behind the scenes while all this shit that you know is going to be you know you know deemed as rather petty, uh, you know, and already has been deemed rather petty from last season, but you know it's it's going to uh, put everything into a whole new perspective once 
it can be rewatched from beginning to end. Right. Yes. And all one, eight seasons. One of the things I found out, a lot of people that got turned off on Game of Thrones got turned off because of the beginning of the first season. Because there was so much sex. Mm. No. They they didn't like it that much. And, you know, they wanted they want and, and they thought it was too it was too um graphic. The, graphic. But as I said, I didn't They're like. They're not familiar with HBO. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't care too much for this. The original sex and the graph, the graphic content. But as I made it my way through season one, I realized, wait, there's a really cool story here, and I want to see how it develops because yes. I'm really invested in a couple of these characters, <laughs> and I really want to see what happens. Yeah, sure. All right, all right. So we go, all right. So uh, most of the so anyway. As he's taking his children home because we you know what responsible father doesn't have his children attend an execution. They come, <laughs> a, they come across a a dead dire wolf, and apparently, dire wolves have not been seen in Winterfell in a long time. Yes. And this this dire wolf had pups, and uh, N- Ned says, "Okay, kids, you can each have one." And and the re- and, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is it's each. The the fate of the dire wolves foreshadows the fate of their masters. Yeah, pretty much. Pre, you know. So anyway, uh, so then we're introduced to the to the Stark clan, which is uh, Ned, his wife Caitlin, uh, Rob Stark, the eldest son, Bran Stark, Rick and Stark, Ar- Arya Stark, and Sansa Stark, and of course. Uh, Ned's bastard, Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. And... Huh? Disagreeing. Yes, we're concurring. We're, oh, no, okay. oh. You're, what are you just, disagreeing? Oh, I said oh, just, just agreeing. agreeing. Yes. All right. Okay, so anyway, gotcha, gotcha. I misheard. Sorry, my sinuses are really mucked up right now, so maybe... It's, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Just just stop mm-hmm. me if, I, if you need to stop. All right, so... Uh, basically, 20 years ago, something like that... Uh, the current king of Westeros, Robert Baratheon, uh, led a successful, uh, war, uh, because basically the king was an, it was an insane asshole, jeez, <laughs> I, I wonder what that's like, <laughs> and had ordered, yeah. uh, the execution of both Eddard and, uh, um, uh, Robert, and, uh, John Aris says, uh, no. They're like my sons, and you can kiss my ass. And so, war engulfs Westeros. Robert Robert wins, and he becomes king. And uh, you know, it's it's a good time. You know, uh, there's peace, there's relative prosperity, but early on, we get to see there are problems, and we'll get to that. So anyway, uh, Robert Baratheon comes to Win- Winterfell with his family. Uh, so himself, his wife Cersei. Uh, Cersei's twin brother, Jamie, their youngest brother, Tyrion, who is, of course, the best Lannister. And Oh, and I forgot yeah. to mention, Eddard is fostering Theon Greyjoy, uh, kind of like a... This is kind of like a Sankin Kotai situation where he's basically a hostage mm-hmm. to make sure his dad behaves. Yeah, it's the same thing in feudal government, other feudal governments, even the... Right, even the yeah. All right, yep. so Joff- Joffrey came too, right? Joffrey, Joffrey and the other uh, Joffrey, yes. uh, Joffrey, Siblings. Marcella, and 
I forget the third name. Little dude. Tommen. 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 So, yes. Uh, uh, so Robert and uh, Ned go to pay respects to um, Ned's dead sister, who Robert was supposed to marry. And uh, Robert says, look, my, you know, our, the man who raised us is dead. He's, he was the hand of the king, and I want you to be my new hand of the king. And one important thing to point out is that for ever since the end of the war, Robert and Ned have been estranged because Ned felt that Robert was went way out there after he got the crown and basically killing anyone with this surname of Targaryen. Yes, and can I, can I, can I also say how beautifully blonde all the children are? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So blonde. Is, yes. Beautiful. Blonde. Beautifully blonde. Yes. So okay, where were we? Uh, so uh, Ned, you know, Ned says yes eventually, um, and Robert proposes engaging his son Joffrey to his daughter, his eldest daughter Sansa. They say yes, and they and uh, the the first episode ends with Bronn Stark uh, climbing into a tower and. Uh, seeing Jamie and Cersei go at it. And, oh, yes. And so Cersei has Jamie push him out the window. The things and, I do for love. Yes, the things he does <laughs> for love. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I'll, you know, I will say I think Jamie definitely has a big redemption. You know, he has been having a big redemption arc going on, and I, I, I'm very happy seeing it play out. But anyway, uh, so... Bran ends up paralyzed, and he stays in Winterfell while the rest of the Starks go to King's Landing, which is the seat of the government in Westeros. And this is this episode. The I think it's the second episode. While they're heading to King's Landing, is kind of where we get the idea that Robert's not just a you know Robert is not a great king. He's also not a great father because when Joffrey tries to rape Sansa, um, Arya's Direwolf defends her and bites Joffrey, and Cersei demands that the wolf be put, you know, that the wolf be killed, and Robert's, yes, dear. And because the wolf ran away, he orders Ned to kill Sansa's direwolf instead. Now, I'm saying that this reflects poorly on as a leader. Because it was his edict, he should have done the deed. So we're already starting to see he's not, you know, he's not willing to do his own dirty work anymore. And the he guy might, who killed the direwolf is uh, uh, Ed, a pretty Ned. important character, too. Huh? Ned. Oh, Ned did it. Ned did it. There, that's yeah. right. There was um, there was that ugly uh, yeah. guy that stabbed the, the butcher's, butcher's son. Uh-huh. Um, the bald dude. He, yeah. He's an important guy for yeah. the last episode. Um, but wait a minute, you saying Joffrey tried to rape Sansa? Isn't that what happened? It's been a while since I've seen the episode. I don't but, think that was what it was. I think I he was think. trying to impress her, and then they walked upon um, the butcher's boy and Arya fighting with sticks like swords. Yes. And, okay. and then... The, I'm thinking of then, something else um, then. Yeah, and then the, the butcher's... Uh, uh, and then Arya basically humiliated Joffrey. Joffrey, and, yeah, and uh, and that's why the, and and the direwolf came along to to 
Well, help. I'm sorry. I was wrong. I, yeah. I smeared, no, that, that's okay. You don't have to apologize. No. I just wanted to. I just didn't remember it that way. That's all. Yeah, Joffrey doesn't show himself to be a dick until a little bit later. <laughs> I mean, oh, he, he was his... a dick there. Well, just but not, not as, rape, as much. Just not as rapey yeah, and murdery. Yeah, he wasn't as rapey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, no. God. There are so All many right. rapey people in this. In my this point, place. my point though is, this kind of shows that <clears throat> Robert is not a great leader because he's not willing to carry out his own sentence. He doesn't have the the balls to do it himself, so he forces Ned to do it. And so I think that reflects. I think on Ned took. It, I thought Ned took it upon himself. He's like, if it's going to be done, I should do it. I think I, I agree. I believe that's what happened. I think that he I'm was going to have horribly wrong, aren't I? No, no, it's okay. I, I just, I, but yeah, I mean, you're right though. I mean, if it was such a big deal, you know, um, well, honestly, he's such a fucking pushover. That, you know, why, okay, you know, Joffrey, you know, he listened to his obnoxious little fucking brat of a son and did a senseless thing in defense of his little monster is what he did. And he did it at the behest of his evil wife. In fairness to Rob, the king doesn't carry out executions. He has underlings to do that crap. I, Kenny, do we have money in the budget for me to get some underlings? Hmm. <laughs> No, I mean, you can go buy yourself get, some underpants with your own I money. I can't get minions because then I'd have to join the Guild of Calamitous Intent, and uh, you know. Ah, okay. Continue. Right, so so where were we? Uh, there's an uh, there's an assassination attempt on Bran because obviously they don't want him. They don't want him telling people he saw the queen and her brother doing the do. And the dagger there was pretty important too, yes, right? Because dagger. it was belonged to Littlefinger, right? Yes. All right. So another that thing, was oh, planted somehow, or it was given to somebody later as a plant. Tyrion. That's right. That is correct. They tried. Oh to, yeah. They, they tried to pin on Tyrion. All right. So. Now, we got through the Stark, Stark Baratheon thing, but we should mention that as this stuff happens in the other continent, Essos, we, are, we, see, we start to see what's going on with the last of the Targaryens, who were the previously ruling dynasty. And basically, um, Viserys sells his sister to a bunch of Mongolian analogs, the uh, Dothraki, for their in exchange for their and he, army, and he huh? touched her boot, which was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not if you're not if you're a Targaryen. Yeah, it still was wrong. Well, uh, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. The Dothraki are a well, yeah, they were. They're, they're a culture. Ugh, yeah. They're, look, the, all you need to know about them is they were inspired. Horse by the, for the dinner again. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they were inspired by the Mongols, who were barbarian the, rapies. Yep. Yeah. You, know, you got to give it to Genghis Khan. He had a pretty badass army. Hell, and a, and a lot of people, even in the eastern and western areas, can claim lineage to him. He spread his seed that much. I forget the numbers. At twenty five percent, I didn't need yeah. that mental image in my head, Michelle. But thank okay. you. He was a rapey barbarian. That's all I can uh, say. Yeah. All right. Uh, so where were we? 
Anyway, so in exchange for for Cal uh, Drogo's armies, Cal Drogo gets Daenerys. Uh, early on, you know, she just kind of puts up with it, and then she, you know, she starts to learn the language so she can talk to her new husband, and they actually kind of start to develop a relationship. She didn't really put up with it; she suffered it. Well. Yes. There was a thing where she learned how to win Drogo's right. affection. Yeah, but beforehand before she, she was, was just suffering. a piece of meat. Yeah, she was just something for him—a prize, a, a trophy wife, if you will. And yeah. then she learned. You know, I forget. It was one of the servants that said, "Look, Drogo could have had any Dothraki woman he wanted. He wants something different. That's why he chose you." And da- Daenerys gave him something different and won him over. Yes. Because oh, Dothraki's sex is very doggy-ish. I'll just yes. say that. Uh-huh. And she gave him something different. Yes, you're right. Alright, so anyway, so this is all getting set up over there. I mean, for the first few episodes, it's just it's just kind of in Essos getting set up for Daenerys' future invasion of Westeros. Anyway. Yeah, yeah it's rape, whores, uh, incest, and I can see where people got turned off, but yes. it, gets, it gets a lot better. All right, so then they get to uh, King's Landing, and we see start to see, you know, we the, the cast kind of balloons. So we, we meet Littlefinger, Peter Baelish, a.k.a. B- Peter Baelish, who is, um, what's his role? I know he's basically the finance minister. What do they call it? Master, yeah. Master of the he's coin? He's guy in charge of the Master purse. of coin? Master yeah. of coin. Yeah. We meet... Uh, the spy master. Viserys? Veneris? Viserys. Varys. No, no, that's the brother. Oh, Varys. 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 Yeah, you're right. Uh, so we're, Love we're, that we're, guy. <laughs> we're learning about kind of how this government works. And again, we're starting to kind of see that while the out... It's like it's kind of like a, a car, you know, the the outside looks nice, but under the under the hood, you know, things are not that great. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, the only reason why the kingdom is able to function is because uh, Robert has access to the Lannisters' gold stores. You know, because Casterly Rock Ooh. is full of gold, apparently. Uh, yeah, they are funding, yes. Mm-hmm. So, um... Ned starts to poke around to try and figure out what happened to John Aaron, the man who raised him and Robert. And uh, he, it gets him on the trail of who the true parents of the princes and princess are. And this is lesson two of the first season of Game of Thrones. You don't want to learn any secrets, folks. Trust me, it's not going to end well for you. And uh, Ned puts two and two together. Confront. It makes the biggest mistake of his life that won't be much longer. And confronts Cersei about it and says, "I'm going to give you a chance to get to get out of here before I tell Robert the truth." And Cersei responds with, the, "You know, because Lena Hetty, of course." British actress, stiff upper lip. 
she arranges for her husband, Robert, to have an unfortunate hunting accident. And so uh, Robert has Ned make out his will, and Ned does do one questionable thing. And that is he changes the will from, to, from you know, to from like, a, what was it, a, my child to my heir or something like that. He basically, mm -hmm. he basically didn't want Joffrey on the throne. Yeah. I mean, what would have tipped him off? The whole, wool, you know, the whole Joffrey went psycho over a game, you know, and forced him to kill a wolf thing. Uh, but anyway. Uh, and uh, Ned tries to leave, and of course uh, Littlefinger betrays him, and uh, he's locked up. Um, his his children are being held hostages. Uh, um, by... no, Arya does not get captured. Right, right. She gets away, but Sansa is basically barely. Captured. And she uh, barely gets away. Barely, and basically, uh, Joffrey offers Ned the chance to take the. Bla oh, and by the way, I should mention Jon Snow has decided to take the black, which means he's going to go do. He's basically going to spend the rest of his life at the Wall, which is what keeps the White Walkers from coming into Winterfell and the rest of Westeros. Kind of important thing for me to gloss over. I'm sorry. Hi, kitty. <laughs> um, so, basically, Ned is offered the opportunity to take the black. He says yes. And uh, Joffrey, at the last minute, says, nope, I want his head. And Sean Bean dies yet again. That sucked. Shall yes. we talk about the aftermath after the break? Yes. Excellent. So, I mean, uh, you, so, I mean, and like I said, that's kind of the cliff notes. But again, the two big takeaways from the season are you don't want to learn any secrets. You don't mess with or must with Jim. No, I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. Uh, and but, uh, and you, being honorable gets you nowhere. But you don't want to pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger either. No, you don't. No, 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 no. no. And don't tug on Superman's cape or he will fry your brain out with his heck, heat vision. Heck yeah. Because Superman hates his cape being tugged on, especially when children do it. He will murder children if you tug on his cape. Sorry, that line never made well, sense to me. Well, yeah, no, well, not really, but yeah. Well, he's an American <laughs> icon. The point is, you don't mess with an American icons. Um, yeah. I, I get it. I, but I, I'm just taking it very literal. And the Lone Ranger will shoot you in the face with, with a silver, silver bullet. bullet. Yes. All right, so when we go, we'll talk about the fallout from this and season two where things start to heat up. With more murder and mayhem! Yay! <coughs> Excuse me. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. What an ass! He was grinning like an idiot the entire time. What's wrong with that guy? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
this is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. What? I said you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. It's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. All right, and we're back. I'll be quick. Join me as always out of Port St. Lucie for Miles and Michelle Lagan. Howdy. We're here. Hey. And out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Horse for dinner again. There you go. All right, so... Come on, that's funny. Waka, waka. All right, where were we? Ned got his head cut off. Yes. And not Miles suggested discussing the aftermath of that. And also, we should talk about what went on with Daenerys, too, because her character kind of came full circle by the end, and her brother uh, got his crown he was looking for, right? Yes. All right. All right. (laughs) So so the repercussions, basically, uh, it basically sets off a war for the crown, for the Iron Throne. Um, Because, of course, there's the the Lannisters who want to keep Joffrey on the throne because... 
family pride or whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong, the Lannisters did kind of get screwed by a um by the Mad King. Um especially Tywin. Uh and of course, uh Robert's brothers uh both claim the throne. Stannis is because because he's older. And Renly is because he can actually, you know, put together a function government, make alliances. He he can actually play the Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, the North doesn't literally split off, but the you know, there's like no, we're 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 not we're not gonna t- you know acknowledge the in you know the child born of en- incest. Oh, and by the way, he killed our guy. So Rob goes to war, not necessarily because he wants the Iron Throne, but because you know, for on again, fighting for honor, folks, does not get you anywhere. All right. Daenerys. Does anyone else want to add anything to that before we go to Daenerys? No. Any objections to how I put that? No? No. Okay, go good. Ahead. So in, in Essos, okay, Daenerys and Cal Drogo have be, have made an act, have started an actual relationship. They're actually in love. Well, they're working on it. Yes. Um, no, she. I think she does turn, come around to love eventually. Him. Yes, okay. but it's still a, a marriage born in rape, and it's uh, yeah, ugly. Yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, Viserys does something. I don't remember what to piss off Cal Drogo. And Cal Drogo's super adult response is to dump gold on his head. He threatened Daenerys. Ah, thank you. And, you know, her brother always wanted that crown of gold. And Drogo gave it to him. He says, I want my army and I want my crown. And Drogo said, okay. <laughs> All right. Then once Daenerys got pulled away from him, it was over. All right, so... Daenerys eventually finds out she's pregnant. Cal Drogo uh, and, uh, gets uh, some sort of blood poisoning, if I'm not mistaken. He got challenged by an underling because he, the underling was displeased with Daenerys' influence on the Dothraki people. Did, and did we... so there was a duel and uh, Drogo got injured mortally by infection. Yes, but we sure. also we also coded over the fact that Daenerys held the dragon eggs that yes, were Daenerys, a wedding gift. They were a gift. Yeah. Yes, Daener- Daenerys <laughs> was da- bless you. Daenerys was sent um, with three, three dragon, dragon eggs. eggs. Now, by this point in Westeros history, um, dragons were extinct. Yes, thank you. They were basically extinct. Dragons were basically the reason why the Targaryens were able to conquer Westeros. They had the mythical equivalent of the A-bomb. A-10 Warthog, but yeah, A-bomb works. Yeah. What 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 about Warthog? More like an A-10 Warthog. Something that could destroy ground troops, considering they had no air support. Yeah, yeah. Ground support. Yeah. Okay, They're, I'm sorry. I'm stupid about military yeah. hardware. No, it's okay. There's <laughs> the AUG-8 Avenger 30mm Gatling 7 right. Gatling Yes, all right. 
All basically right. flying flying th- flamethrowers that were impervious to ground assault. There you go. Yeah. Or at least theoretically impervious to ground assault. You know, they did go extinct. Yeah, but they found something and then that was lost in records until it was found again. Uh, continue. Anyway, so she try- Daenerys tries to get Khal Drogo healed. But the person who does it ends up using the life force of her fetus. They both die. Daenerys puts herself on Khal Drogo's funeral pyre with the eggs and poof! The eggs hatch and Daenerys emerges completely naked but unharmed. Correct. Because she has true Targaryen blood in her. Is there anything else important we're missing from season one? I think that's it. All right, good. Season two. Anyone want to? Uh... No, no one. You're doing great. Anyone want to what? Uh, help or start the ball rolling? Uh. You know. mm-hmm. uh yeah. Uh, all, all right, right. So, so, uh... So, okay, I'll, I'll, I, Okay, so as I mentioned before, uh, Robert Baratheon's brothers show up to, uh, claim the throne. Again, Stannis says, um... Stannis says, you know, Joffrey, my, my nephew, he, apparently he doesn't know about his nephew being an evil bastard. In, in, the, in the literal and figurative sense. Um, and he says, no, Joffrey can't have the throne, and since I am Robert's um, older, you know, I am Robert's younger brother, but I'm the older of the two survivors, I have the strongest claim. Renly says, no, I have the strongest claim because people actually like me. Yeah. And so, meanwhile, Rob Stark is leading the armies of Winterfell, including their bannermen, bannermen are going to be important, folks, uh, against the Lannisters, and he's actually doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob, uh, eventually, Rob captures Jamie Lannister, holds him prisoner, and then he realizes we need more help, so he sends Theon Greyjoy to talk to his dad and see if maybe... The Iron Islands will will help them out. And meanwhile, and he feels his sister's boobs. No, he puts his hands down his sister's pants. Theon. In case you forgot about the incest angle, folks. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, um, I Kingsland, think, in fairness, Theon didn't actually realize it was his sister. I know, but he no. shoulda. But she also proves later that she has more balls than he does. Mm. Well, really? a castration yeah. joke. No. In in fairness, she is a badass. She is, and All I right, love anyway. her to death. Anyway, Yara. Uh, anyway, in, in 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 King's Landing, Tyrion. Look at this, Tyrion for once is actually getting a reward for the fact that he's the most competent person. He becomes the Hand of the King, even though his sister, Cersei, doesn't like it. Now, I will say this. One thing, we asked the question, what, you know, between two characters, you know, what characters do we want to see interact more? 
I really enjoy Tyrion's interactions with his siblings because we see, I mean, Jamie, for all his issues, as Sigmund Freud might say, has always treated Tyrion decently. Agreed. And Cersei yes. just has this hatred for Tyrion, and so does Tywin. And the I irony in this is, of all the Lannister children, the one most like the old man is Tyrion. Mm-hmm. I don't. Not, not so much. No, not so much. Actually, Tyrion doesn't really. He doesn't have that that grab power for all it's worth. Tyrion is actually somewhat of a um, an even soul. Yeah, he's a pragmatist. Well, I mean, I think a lot of Tywin's actions are just because, again, he kind of got really screwed over by Aegon, the Mad King. Well, that, that and he's also a fascist douche. Well, yeah, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> so, we, we are I don't an honest Tywin, I, I, I just don't think Tywin hates Tyrion on a level that Cersei does. No. I think Ty Tyrion's take on it is correct. At the, for, in the first season, he considers... All you know, all dwarves' cons uh, fathers consider their dwarf sons bastards, mm -hmm. or something to that effect. Right, because you know he's he's a he's a um, a mirror of his manhood. It it wasn't it wasn't a visceral hatred like yeah. Cersei had. It was more of a family kind of. Uh, you know, or the fact that I I, I birthed this in an embarrassment. Um, yeah, an embarrassment. Well, I mean, yeah. I think a lot of the issue that Tywin has with Tyrion is that it was Tyrion's birth that killed his wife. And I also yeah. think Tyrion's smarter yeah. than Tywin. Well, yes. Look, and, so. and I've said this before. I, you know, anyone who's listened to this program, who has been in this program, has said, will we'll be able to tell you. I have said consistently, the almost the entire run, that I think that no matter what happens at the end, Tyrion is going to be the hand of the king because the kingdom is going to need a good administrator to stitch everything back together. And that's Tyrion. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, I, I think like, he was misused a lot, you know, like people, oh, oh, Tywin says he's smart so he can be a military commander. And, no, he's he, he may be great at making the alliances and, and administering government. That doesn't mean he's qualified to run. I mean, don't get me wrong, he had yeah. some successes. But, but being a smart civil servant, which is what the Hand of the King is basically supposedly supposed to be, and being a good general, don't, you know, don't always have the same qualities. So, anyway. Okay. Well, there are yeah. some important plot points that we need to talk about real quick because yes. Rob was moving towards why was Rob Stark uh, fighting and getting the Bannerman together and and moving towards uh, King's Landing because he was trying to get his sisters back. Yes, Correct. because they thought Sansa and they didn't Arya. know uh, uh, they they thought Arya was was captured. Um, and uh, and also Caitlyn is. Uh, Seeking out uh, an alliance with Renly, yes. uh, uh, and then by the second episode, we get the introduction of a very, very extremely important character. No, third episode, third episode, um, and that's Brienne of Tarth. Oh yes. So, uh, but you know, there's, um, but yeah. So, but it. It's but a little the, too the much to episode, put in all yeah. this little bit of a. Two hours, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I okay. I get it. I should have asked political talk. I'm sorry. Mm, it's okay. So, uh, but yeah. So she she tries to negotiate. Uh, Caitlin tries to negotiate an alliance. Um, 
and then she sees Bran of Tarth, and uh, and of course this is where Marjorie was introduced because Renly recently married Marjorie. Yes. Uh, this is also where Daenerys is. It, it, she and her people are dying in the Red Waste after it looks like oh shit she has dragons that's awesome, and then you know <laughs> right ahead find a city. Uh, guy comes back and he's just a head in a bag. Um, you know, so, uh, what, what was that? Was that, was that Essos? Uh, okay. Essos is the, that's the country, but she sends out riders, uh, to conduct, uh, reconnaissance. And then one comes back with a head and head in a pouch. Uh, but where was that? Where did he ride to? I don't, was it ever explained? I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, it, it, and then, uh, Caitlin's also, also tries to get the Baratheon brothers to stop fighting amongst themselves and gang up against the Lannisters. Um, and, uh, let me see. Oh, and Jamie gets captured by, uh, Rob. by Rob Stark. And then they try and negotiate uh, a trade. We'll give you Jamie if you give us um, if you Sansa give us Sansa and Arya. and Arya, yeah. And um, and then that goes south when uh, basically what happened? There was a cousin. Uh, 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 he was locked. They locked him up in this muddy cage with a cousin, with a, a Lannister cousin or something. And Jamie like fucking you know had yep. this little conversation with him and then just beat the guy to death. Yep. Um, and, uh, why was that? Why did he beat him to death? Well, what, what I recall, it was like, you know, it, this isn't personal, but they only need one, uh, Lannister to send the message. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Cause they would have sent the lesser Lannister for sure. Yep. So, and then Caitlin released, uh, Jamie to try and make it an offer of goodwill to save Sansa and Arya. Um, and that, oh man, that pissed off Rob Stark. And, uh, the, yeah. So, uh, and this once is also again, the season. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go we're ahead. also learning no, that please. being noble and doing the right thing gets you nowhere in this series. Yeah. Because what, and, is, um, what does Caitlin get for releasing mm -hmm. Ra or uh, releasing Jamie? Nothing. Yeah. Uh, Daenerys it's and her the desperation motley... of a mother trying to get her children back at him. Yeah. Daenerys and her motley crew uh, arrive in Car uh, Karth uh, and meets the Council of the Thirteen, and uh, the, they get to go into the city. And that goes well, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, but yeah, um, uh, but anyway, uh, that's up to season um, uh, episode five. I'm kind of just running running over stuff. Um, Tyrion learns uh, they they learn about wildfire uh, in this episode, and Tyrion yes. takes control of the uh, control of all of it. Yes, and of and, course, wildfire no, is kind of too. Uh, let's not forget too, where uh, Jon Snow in the um, in the uh, the Night's Watch, um, they uh, they go beyond the wall and find a shelter with Craster in his daughters slash wives, 
And this starts to the, and throughout the this it it um we're we're getting a little bit more White Walker stuff, you know. Yes, so Sam Tarwell, I think, is the first and only person to kill a White Walker. Sam Tarley, yeah. Tarley, yeah. Until um, John Snow does it, and that's where he meets the love of his life, Gilly, as well. Um. Oh, and oh, yeah, yeah. And Tyrion basically, uh, um, uh, that's when he sent away, um, Marcella. Uh, and that pissed off Cersei bigly. That whole thing didn't end well either. No, it did not. Uh, but we yeah. won't find that out for about four more, five, three more seasons. Um, so what else happens? Uh, the Red Priestess Melisandre has Renly assassinated through dark yes. magic. Isn't she awesome? You hate her guts. Oh, man. As far as bad guys go, oh. She pooped out a shadow demon. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it wasn't, um, wasn't pooping. So, <laughs> yeah, well, yes. But the, the thing is, again, the reason why... Renly feels he has a stronger claim on the throne is, again, may I remind you, people actually like him. Yeah. Stannis, is, and the reason why Robert put Stannis in Dragonstone, which was once the Targaryen seat of power, which is where, it's where the Targaryens originally landed in Westeros, is mm -hmm. he just did not want his brother near him. He did not like Stannis. Yeah. Because Stannis was just well, I a dour person. Oh, he was. He he he's, he he was not not good. And let's also uh, not forget that this is what that that assassination is what sent Brienne on the run and ended and she ended up pledging her allegiance to Caitlyn Stark. Uh, and uh, because it you know that he was killed, uh, and then they were they were basically like, yeah, you're going to get blamed for this, uh, the uh, Brienne because she was there. When the shadow demon came in and stabbed him in the back, yes. So, and Caitlyn would have been implicated as well. Yeah, and let's not also forget. Oh my God, there's so much that uh, Renly was actually in love with uh, his wife's brother, who was uh, a, a, actually he was the one who was fighting Brienne and got his kind of ass handed to him. What was his name? It's the Guy who played uh, Iron Fist. Um, uh, oh, Baron Martell, I think. No, Tyrell. No, 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 no. The blonde, curly hair. Finn Jones. Yeah, Finn yes. Jones, but the, the the brother, the brother of uh, what's her name? Um, God, Overload. Um. Anyway, go ahead. Just somebody else pick it up. I'll try and figure out the name here. Anyone have anything before we go on? Nope, it's covered pretty well. Alright, so Stannis Baratheon attacks King's Landing and basically Tyrion hands his lunch to him using the wildfire. So, Stannis... I mean, I mean again, again, Stannis may be great when it comes to military stuff, but like, again, the point is there's a reason why he's not liked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he didn't know shit about wildfire either. That was like the one of the best kept secrets. 
Uh, that was also where Tyrion was forced out into combat, too. Yes. Uh, w- w- during that, uh, Joffrey ran like a little weasel. Um, Tyrion took an axe blow to the face. Uh, survived. Tyrion, it was an attempted assassination on Tyrion by self-friendly fire. Probably. Oh, that's right. That's probably right. orchestrated by Cersei. Yeah. She's the Almost she's certainly. suspect number one. Yeah, because it was the uh, it was the the Kingsguard who uh, yep. one, one, of, the one of the main guys. Yep. And, and he got um, backstabbed. Oh yeah. So and they so the, we we pretty much thought he was going to be dead. Um and uh okay yeah oh and and Joffrey decides to not marry Sansa to marry Marjorie. Yes. And then that's Marjorie, when Marjorie who you were thinking of the the sister Marjorie of- yeah Marjorie's brother is who I'm trying to remember his name. Um oh. Okay. Who was in love with Renly, um, and I don't know. It, it's kind of a, mi- a minor point, unfortunately. It's alright. Um, but uh, but I thought that was I, I again two characters I, I thought were great, and I was like, yeah, more of the, these guys. These guys are great, man. I really like them. They're going to be around for fuck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. And, uh, but yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm trying to look, uh, yeah, Daenerys' dragons are are captured in Karth, um, and then, uh, that was right before the King's Landing, uh, battle, um, uh, let me see, oh, yeah, and Cersei was gonna do, she thought that they were all gonna die, so she like had a whole little family, you know, uh, Jonestown thing set up. Uh, uh, like where Cersei they were gonna do. commit suicide uh, before. Well, you know, to to be fair, she was doing that to protect her and her family. Uh, so you know, basically, they weren't, you know, raped and beaten by you know the the Baratheon hordes. So because that would have happened, um, and. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, so Cersei almost totally poisoned Tommen. Um, and then, uh, let me see. Then that that's pretty much it. That's pretty much... Uh, but then, you know, um, we've got more of the White Walkers uh, that happened towards the end. And then, of course... Uh, oh, and, and Tyrion and Shay. Uh, Tyrion is scared for Shay. And uh, because uh, Tywin replaced him as the Hand, and uh, Bronn, of course, got relief from his command. Um, and of course, Melisandre is still whispering into Stannis's ear that he's the, you know, whatever the the weapon of the Lord whatever, of Light. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, chosen by the Lord of Light or whatever. Um, uh, and Brienne and Jamie are caught by Stark soldiers. They're spotted by Stark soldiers, not caught, and she kills them. I'm sorry, I'm cribbing from Wikipedia. It's fine. Um, and, uh, 
Yeah, Caitlin. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, and Caitlin tries to talk Rob out from marrying uh, the what was her name, Talisa. Yes, the nurse. And, and yeah, and uh, because that was such a good idea, Rob. You don't marry for love in Westeros. You no. Fool. Uh, <laughs> um. And uh, let me see. And then let me see. Uh, what do we got? And then Arya escaped Heron Hall with Hot Pie and Gendry. And uh, she got uh, the, the coin from Hagar. And then that, that's where he changed his face. Yeah, that whole Arya subplot, too. Where she was like, you know, calling, um, calling, a, you know, the the guy from Hagar or whatever, the, you know, the faceless man, whatever. Um, I don't know what his, what the hell his name is. This man but is yeah, no one. She, yeah, she kept calling on him for favors, and well, you know, he gave her three favors. Yeah, yeah, he gave. He basically gave for her three. Free, five. Yeah, he basically gave her three free kills. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so, and that's important down the road too, but not for a while because he kind of wanders off and then, um, and then, uh, it says, uh, and also the white walkers, um, make their presence known too. an array of white walkers surrounds the fist of the first men. Uh, well, I don't know what that means. The fist of the first one? What the fuck is that? Alright, well, while, while we... While, so does that pretty much uh, get us through season two? That's pretty much it. There's a, We touched on a little bit of every episode. Alright, so season three next. Like I said, and I will say... Uh, you know, if we're if we're a little short, we may go into a little overtime. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, again, so far, what if we learn? You don't want to learn secrets, and be, doing the honorable thing gets you nowhere. <laughs> you don't marry for love and horse for, for dinner again. Yeah. All right, so that's four things. <laughs> horse for dinner again. Don't marry you for love. Don't learn secrets, and doing the honorable thing gets you absolutely nothing. Are there any other lessons for the series up to this point that we need to mark down in our, our little notebooks? It's okay to um, have sex with your brother if your king is blind. <laughs> yeah. Feeling up, feeling down your, your siblings. Oh, yep. it's, it's horrible. On. Oh, my God. Stop that. Stop that. <laughs> it sounds like it should have a Monty Python byline, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't All touch right. the dizzy bits. <laughs> Don't touch her wobbly bits. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go. We come back. We're gonna we're gonna cover uh, season. Uh, uh, what comes after two? Three. Three. There we go. <laughs> I can't even count. Okay, Rick Perry. <laughs> Oops. Alright, so yeah, we'll be right back after this.
You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Living proof that you don't have to be crazy to host this show, but it helps. <laughs> Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Show. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> We are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. All right, and we're back. Join me as always out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. Miles and Michelle are gone. Hey. Rugs and kisses. <laughs> I'm here. And out of Clevesburg, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Yes, sir. All right, on to season... Th- is there anything from season two that we need to cover before we go to season three? Yeah, I, I looked up what the the fist of the first men was, and that, that was actually the... There, there's a mountain um, or stone formation called the fist of the first men. That's where, in the end of season two, that's where the big march of the White Walkers came by, and you saw Sam, uh, what, hiding behind a rock playing dead? And uh, they uh, all basically walk past him, right? Pretty much. And and that was and and shit. Where is that? How is that the ending of that? Is that what that was? Yep. Because I I guess I I, I they they forged forward north right after staying with um Craster. What Craster was that his name? Yes. It, yeah, it, so they they kept going north. Oh, I don't even remember how that panned out. So anyway, there, there's a lot of shit. Go ahead. That's all, all right. I got. All right. So season three, this is where shit gets really fucked up. <laughs> and we and we get to add another lesson to our our list of lessons from Game of Thrones. So oh, so many lessons. Uh huh. All right, so Davos, who is basically when Stannis, if <laughs> I don't even know how to put it, look, guys, Stannis doesn't make it. Let's just bottom line that right now. Davos Seaworth is supposed to be Stannis's hand of the king when if he takes over, uh, and he survives the Battle of Blackwater, and he decides to try and kill Melisandre in order to you know 
get her to stop manipulating Stannis because, you know, who knows why she's doing that. Uh, Marjorie Tyrell is uh, in the process of getting ready to be married to Joffrey. And uh, we start to see that Joffrey is uh, a bit more <coughs> fucked up than we thought when he decides oh, uh, so fucked up. he wants to see his bride-to-be kill something with his nice new crossbow. Mm. That is yeah. a nice crossbow. Oh, yes. I, I, nice. I prefer longbows to crossbows, but, uh, you know, there's just an art to actual archery. Yes. Uh, and the some of the, the, the Tarly and Mormont uh, survived the White Walkers' attack and pledged to return to the Wall to warn the Seven Kingdoms. Jon Snow is brought before brought before a raider, uh, the King Beyond the Wall, and pledges his loyalty to the Wildlings. Uh, a scarred Tyrion tries to get uh, Casterly Rock uh, from Tywin, who promises other things instead. And you already m- talked about Marjorie and Melisandre. And in Essos, Daenerys arrives in the city of Astapor to buy an army of brutally trained slave soldiers, the Unsullied. And the warlocks of Karth attempt to assassinate her. Remember that weird little bug? And she's saved by Selmy, the former Kingsguard commander who pledges his loyalty. Yes. All right. Uh, so... I'm just trying to think what else. Uh... So in King's Landing, Tywin is starting to kind of move his pieces around. He arranges it. He basically, he's making uh, Peter uh, Littlefinger legit by marrying him to John Aaron's wife, uh, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he makes Tyrion master the coin to replace uh, Littlefinger. Um, and and you mentioned the, the Unsullied. But we start to kind of see Daenerys go a little dark in this when she basically double play, you know, backstabs them, saying, "Yeah, you can have one of my dragons," and then orders the dragon to kill them all. I oh, don't yeah. call that dark. I call that strategic. Mm-hmm. That was that was. I mean, you're talking about when you say going dark, she's killing slavers. Well, but at the yeah. same time, a queen or queen to be shouldn't be backstabbing people, you know? that That's what Cersei Why not? would do. Because that's what uh, Cersei would do, and Cersei's the bad guy! Another another important thing uh, that I left uh, that forgot to mention uh, from Season 2 is when Jamie's released, he's being escorted by Brienne of Tarth, and this is the story of, of her, uh, you, know, it, you know, escorting Jamie across the Riverlands to King's Landing. Um... He tries to fight her, uh, which uh, is interrupted by Bolton soldiers. This is where we start getting a little taste of the Boltons. Yes. A bunch of sick and, guys. like the flay people. And, of course, Winterfell uh, got sacked. It, it, that was by... Um, Theon. Theon. And uh, uh, Rob uh, diverts his attention from the war against the Lannisters to attend to Caitlin's father's funeral in Riverrun. Uh, angering Karstark, who seeks vengeance for his sons who were killed by the Lannisters. Arya, Gendry, and Hot Pie also make uh, make for River Run, but are waylaid by a rebel group, the Brotherhood Without Banners, and are taken to an inn where captured where the captured Clegane uh, reveals Arya's identity. Uh, Marjorie and her grandmother Elena 
the Queen of Thorns convinced Sansa to tell them about Joffrey's flawed character. Theon is tortured by unknown captors. Um, and Bran, Rickon, Osha, and Hodor encounter the siblings Jojen and Mira, uh, children of the Stark bannerman Howland. Uh, Jojen, who has been sharing Bran's strange dreams, tells him that he's a warg able to enter the minds of animals. Um, so yeah, in in this uh, the the sacking of of Winterfell is important too because. Uh, Theon, uh, the, the, he was uh, he was pressured to kill the uh, Bran and um, oh, what's the youngest Stark? Jet, uh, no, um, Rickon. I just said his name. Yeah, and and so they can't they escape. They couldn't find him, so he went and he just got two two villager boys and burned their corpses and hung them up. And so it was believed that he he you know slaughter the the two youngest Starks. Right. Well, it's two youngest Stark boys. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, as as Brienne and Jamie are making their way back to King's Landing, uh, Jamie makes a mistake and loses his sword hand. Yeah. Um, he does. That was brutal. Yeah, yeah he, was. He, he pressed his luck and he hit a whammy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tywin Lannister is planning to, uh, wed Tyrion to Sansa. And, and the thing is that, again, w- what we see w- in these scenes between him and Sansa leading up to and after the marriage is that Tyr- of all the Lannisters, Tyrion is the most human, and he actually shows Sansa a fair degree of compassion for her situation. He realizes he realizes she's got you know she's been dealt the bad hand that her father shouldn't have been executed like that that his nephew is a fucked up psychopath and so mm-hmm. you know he's he treats her well for for her situation. Of yeah. course, it would, it would be better if she weren't a captive, but uh, you know uh, you can't always get what you want. Um, yeah, and, uh, also the, the, um, uh, the, the shit goes bad at Craster's Keep as well. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, it does. The surviving Night's Watchmen from the, you know, uh, they're, they're, they show up and they come into conflict with him and basically Craster and Mormont, um, what's, what's Mormont's first name? It's, um. Jorah. No, Jorah, Jorah is uh, Daenerys's uh, buddy. Uh, Jorah's dad is um, ah Ron Mormont. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Um, uh, okay, there's. Sorry, I'm just trying to. It doesn't matter. Uh, Gior, it's Gior Mormont. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so Gior is killed, and then that's when Sam makes a run for it with Jilly. And um, and Jilly, Jilly gives birth, or Gilly gives birth to a son, who she she named Sam Junior, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, they're basically passing um, off as Samsung. Yeah, Samsung. Samsung. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, and of course, Theon keeps getting fucked with. 
he gets freed uh, and runs off. And then, of course, you know, the unknown man who comes to save him uh, is actually his tormentor and captor. Um, uh, the, the hell's his name? Um, it's a Ramsey. It's a, he's named Ram- Ram- Snow. But Ramsey a- Bolton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's right. He's a Eventually, Bolton. yeah, he tries to become a Bolton, but well, he's he a bastard. Be- he becomes he get, does get legitimized eventually. He does. Oh, that's right. That's so right. He, get, he so, gets the Bolton just shirt. in time. Just in just time. Just in time to <laughs> just to to be dog to doggy dinner. Um. So. All right. All right. Spoiler. So during this time, uh, after um, he while Jamie's with Brienne, he tells her because one of the thing one of the reasons why, uh, Jamie is kind of on the rocks. You know, is because he's the one who killed the Mad King, mm-hmm. and no one knows why he did it. He's kept, you know, he's kept that secret to himself, and people just assume, eh, he just felt like doing it. And it turns out, and he tells her, look, he he was about to do something really bad, and the only way to stop it was to kill him. So again, we're starting to see inklings of of Jamie actually being a, a decent human being. And it, it basically, a lot of his issues are, one, his sister, and two, that he's still dealing with this thing that he did to save so many people that people damn him over. Because he's... The thing with his sister is screwed up, but other than that, Jamie's actually a very noble knight. He, mm-hmm. he stands up for what's right. Yes. Well, and yes. killing the Mad King was, you know... That's what I'm saying. But though I think a lot, of, uh, some of his issue might be he's just dealing with the stress of people hating mm-hmm. him for what he did, but because mm-hmm. they don't know the truth of why he did it. And he finally tells Brienne, "Look, he was gonna do, uh, he was gonna do this horrible thing, and the only way to stop it was to kill him. And so I did it. And I, you know, so you know, he that's why he's called the Kingslayer. And so I think, yeah. like I said, I think like I, I think that he he is suffering from PTSD to some extent. And, oh, and, and, and another thing, uh, and CTSD, another, current stress, dis- yeah. current traumatic stress disorder. An- another quick thing to mention too is the reason why um, uh, Sansa ended up being married to Tyrion was because the Tyrells were trying to to marry Sansa off to Loras. Loras is Marjorie's brother. That's the name I couldn't remember. Who who is okay. gay? But um, you know, the, but they were you know the the you know. Tyrells were were trying to intervene there, um, and uh, so that was why that happened. Um, th- this is also where the the um, Beric Dondarrion we see his uh, uh, resurrection powers by the yes. Lord of Light. Um, yes. And uh, Gendry, this is where Gendry decides to stay with the the Brotherhood. Uh, and uh, Thoros and Dondarrion plan uh, to ransom Arya and Rob, or Arya to Rob. I'm sorry. Um, and then, um, wait. After being delivered to Bolton, Jamie confesses to Brienne why he killed Aerys. Oh, okay, yeah. So we get the full explanation of of why he killed Aerys Targaryen. And um, Rob kills Carstark. Uh, after the the latter murders two the two captive Lannister boys, and uh, the Karstarks abandon Rob, and um, Rob plans to make a desperate uh, alliance with Walder Frey. 
<laughs> yep. Jon Snow like- succumbs to, and Jon Snow gets it on with Egret. Um, and he breaks his vows. And the Unsullied select a warrior named Grey Worm as their leader on Daenerys' order. Yes. All right. So we're coming up towards the end of the season, and our next lesson to add to our our little notebook, and uh, that lesson is never go to a wedding. Because uh, yeah. Rob's never, <laughs> never married for true love, never go to wedding. No. Uh, so Rob's uh, Waller Frey's like, oh, all right, I'll forgive you for screwing me over on this marriage bullshit. Come over to my place, we'll we'll celebrate the wedding. And Rob makes what is his biggest and most fatal and final mistake, which is saying, yeah, sure, I'm in. There gonna be booze. And so he, Caitlin, his pregnant wife, all uh, you know, and his and and a bunch of his soldiers go there, and what happens? The phrase kill everyone. So stabby. Yes, very stabby. So, um, yeah. Now, thus, thus is coined the phrase the red wedding. Red wedding. Um, now, yep. I will say that this. Was the- the Reigns of Castamere was that episode, yes, right? Yes, and that is, this is, yes, the Reigns of Castamere. And I will say this, that even though, um, who was it that said, you know, the Landers to send that, was that Walder? Uh, say it again? Who was it that said the Lannisters send their regards? Was that Walder? Uh, I, it, I, oh, it was, if it wasn't Walder, uh, it was, uh, Roose Bolton. Because well, Roose Bolton, that's where, because Roose Bolton was sitting next to Caitlyn, and she saw that he was wearing armor underneath his clothes. Yep. He was wearing chainmail, and that was like the big tip-off, but it was too little too late. Yep. But I want to stress that uh, Tywin did not, like, sanction this. This is a big violation of guest rights, okay? And Tywin is a fascist douche, but he's not that big of a fascist douche. You know, there are some there are some bridges you don't cross. There are some bridges you don't burn. And this was one of them. So he, he kind of, you know, Roos kind of credits the Lannisters, but they didn't, the Lannisters did not know this is what Walder and the Boltons were planning. Well, uh, are you, I thought Tywin was the mastermind behind the, the massacre, though. Because you know he rewarded he, he he gave the house Frey a seat a uh, seat of ri- the the seat of River Run and appoints uh, Bolton Warden of the North. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. I'll double check. Anyway, anything else for? Oh, 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 oh. anything else for season? Theon found fa- Theon Theon found out he was surrendered by his men in return for safe passage from Winterfell. And his captor is Ramsey Bol- Ramsey Bolton's bastard. Um, and uh, against Balon's wishes, Yara decides to rescue Theon. Uh, so that's like the big cliffhanger at the end, where she's you know going out sailing ships uh, to to rescue him. Uh, Arya and Sandor kill some Frey soldiers, mocking Rob's death. Um, arriving at the capital with Brienne, Jamie is reunited with Cersei. In the north, Tarly's party encounters Bran, uh, Brands and gives them the dragon glass weapons before arriving back at Castle Black. 
where he and Maester Aemon send ravens to, to the Seven Kingdoms about the White Walkers. Uh, being hit several times, John still manages to escape uh, from Egret because, oh yeah, uh, yeah, she shoots him, that's right, mm-hmm. uh, and returns to Castle Black and Dragonstone. Uh, and Davos helps Gendry escape while Stannis decides to head north and aid the Watch against the White Walker threat, forging the former, uh, forgiving the former and keeping him. Um, in Essos, the freed slaves of Yunkai received Daenerys as their mother. Pizza! 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, before we go to break, I want to I want to go back to the the uh, uh, mocking Rob Stark's death because again this show the depths of depravity that the phrase and the the Boltons will go to because uh, you know again there are rules in this society and you know you don't kill your guests at weddings if you invite them in your house you don't you don't back them but another, you you don't mistreat a body like that and what they had done is they had cut off Rob Stark's head. And cut off his direwolf's head and put the direwolf's head on his body. Yeah. So again, uh, what, uh, for, so to add another list, again, don't go to weddings. And again, the society does have rules, and the Freys and the Boltons have violated two of the big ones. Yeah, but the mm-hmm. rules are the rules are only as good as you will enforce them. Well, yes, yeah. but my point is, yeah. their uppance will come. Yeah. But they get away with it for a while. And another lesson to be learned from this is a don't be cruel to a heart that's true. <laughs> yes. Oh, so wrong. So 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 wrong. And yet, yay! Technically correct, the best kind of correct. Look at that. We 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 we've gl- we're glossing over a bunch of shit, but you know we're 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 getting. But we have uh, to. Getting our points because covered. Because I'm an we got idiot. Season three. Next That's true. This <laughs> is true. I would never call I'm Adam kidding. an idiot. I'm calling myself an idiot. That the, okay, that works. Idiot. Okay. A fidiot. No, I'm I'm just kidding. Well, I love you, buddy. I know. I, a break. I, I probably should have blinked on this one. We have but, to leave the politics behind sometimes, Adam. We really do. It's just I, mean, I wish I could do this on <laughs> on turn night. Well, but the thing is that you're gonna be able to kind of do it on turn of the night next week because next week to discuss seasons five through seven <coughs> and to go over theories, we're gonna have Joe Santorsa. Oh, good. Can we play my jingle on bumpers? Uh, <laughs> sure. I mean, if you want to, I'm and not gonna go to, go to. I'm kidding. Go to break. Oh well. Yes. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. When Ramses destroyed Syria, that was an accident. You are a catastrophe! Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. This company's going to shoot straight to the top and stay there, like Cindy Lauper. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. All right, we're back. I, I, I thought... I thought I heard a yodeling pickle there for a moment. I think I must be mistaken. <laughs> I think you're hallucinating. You're, you're still experiencing PTSD from the Red Wedding. Anyway, join me as always out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Miles and Michelle Lagan. We're here. And of course, out of Cleveland, Ohio, Kenny Pick of the Yodeling Pickle. Uh, you guys should really try Horse Burger Helper uh, sometime if you're uh, getting sick of horse for dinner again. So... Season four. Horse, horse burger helper. Come on. Actually, actually, horse is a legitimate food source. It may suck. People may think it's gross, but they they eat it in France. So hey. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I am, as a former horse owner, oh, well, my, my parents, I, I actually had my own pony. I bought my own pony as a kid. Um, $20, it hated me. Oh. I would have eaten that. I would have eaten that thing. Oh, yeah, they bite. Horses are so very bitey. bitey creatures. Yep. Yeah. So this one kicked me off it a few times. But anyway, yes, uh, season four. All right. So right off the bat, what do we have? We ha- we learned that uh, Jamie is being expelled from the King's Guard and sent to Castle Lock to rule. He- he's basically becoming Tywin's heir. Um, and he doesn't like Tywin oversees the refor- Tywin uh, oversees the reforging of ice, the Stark ancestral sword, into two swords, one for Jamie, and um, you know who's trying to deal with the loss of his hand, and one for Joffrey, who names it Widow's Well. Fuck you, you little prick. Well, I <laughs> yes. mean, he is evil. Mm-hmm. All right. No, um, I, I, I don't. I don't think Joffrey's evil. I just think he's sick in the head. He's oh, so he's, inbred, yeah. he just... He's the product of incest, yeah. for sure. I, 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 <laughs> he's a psychopath I, I, beyond belief. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, a propagator of incest, but that, that said, scientifically speaking, it takes a long time for genetic damage from inbreeding to set in. So yeah. I don't think it's the... No, well, I think it's... No, it's, I, yeah, it's, it's... Well, okay, well, okay, yeah, let's... None of us are experts on yeah. this. Uh, but I will say I was really excited because this introduced a great new heroic character that was going to be around for a long time over in Martell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Miles Mile I was stepping in there. Yeah. I was really, you know, it's like, oh man, we lost Ned Stark, we lost Rob Stark, but this guy over in Martell, he is such a badass. There's no way he's going anywhere. Uh huh. Way to spoil it. Okay. So, anywho. Uh, I'm sorry. My brain just kind of... So, uh, Olena and Marjorie Tyrell are planning their wedding to uh, Joffrey the Lunatic. Yeah. And uh, Joffrey is being a little prick, taunting Jamie for uh, mm-hmm. not fighting, for being older, and for losing his sword hand. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian, Brian Oberyn Tar- makes ma- uh, Oberyn also makes his uh, uh, reveals the Tyrion the motive for his visit to King's Landing, and that's revenge against the Lannisters for the rape and murder of his sister Elia, wife yes. of Prince Rhaegar. Yes. All right. So I think we can gloss over most of episode one and go straight to episode two. Roose Bolton returns to Dreadfort. Yes. Where he criticizes Ramsay for mistreating Theon, uh, who has been brutalized into uh, the subservient persona called Reek, with added deek. Um, <laughs> I added that. That's not from Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roos decides to find and kill the remaining Stark children, Bran and Rickon. Uh, obviously, that it turns out that you know uh, uh, Theon, by being tortured, never actually killed them. Um, and because Bran and Rickon threaten the legitimacy of his new title, um, and uh, he orders Ramsay to uh, reclaim the territories under the Ironborn occupation and uh, 
And then in Dragonstone, Melisandre orders people to be burned as tribute to the Lord of Light, to the light, uh, to the delight of Queen Shay in the disgust of Davos and Shireen. Uh, in King's Landing, Tyrion ends his relationship with Shay to protect her from the family. That worked out well, mm-hmm. and has her shipped off to Pentos. Uh, Jamie begins training uh, his left-handed sword play with the help of Bronn. Joffrey and Marjorie are uh, uh, Tyrell are wed. Uh, later, the royal uh, the royal wedding feast. Tension between Joffrey and Tyrion grow just before the former succumbs to a poisoned wine and dies. Yes. Grief-stricken Cersei accuses Tyrion of the murder and has him arrested, while Sir Dantos, a former knight, advises Sansa to leave with him in order to survive. Yes. All right. So, (laughs) yes. Have we gotten to the burning of the girl yet? That's in season five. Mm. Okay. That's good. That was horrible. Yeah. (laughs) I I lose track of this because I haven't read it. Reading, to me, sits in my mind a little bit better Mm -hmm. than watching it, so... Yeah. Okay, sorry. And Tywin begins grooming Tommen to be the next king and enlists Oberyn uh, and Mace Tyrell as his fellow judges for the impending trial of Tyrion. Uh, who decides to pick Jamie as his witness. Littlefinger, who ha- hired Sir Dantos, kills him and smuggles Sansa out of King's Landing. In the Riverlands, Arya and Sandor encounter a benevolent farmer and his daughter, whom Sandor robs to Arya's disgust. In Dragonstone, Davos tries to figure out how to replenish Stannis' depleted forces and requests a loan from the Iron Bank of Bravos to pay for a group of mercenaries called the Golden Company. Uh, in the north, uh, Sam, fearing for Gilly's, Gilly's safety, has her and the baby moved out of uh, Castle Castle Black to the nearby Molestown. Meanwhile, the wildlings continue to raid the northern villages. Uh, the Night's Watch receive word that uh, the bands of uh, Band of Night's Watch mutineers have set up at Crasser's Keep. They're still at Crasser's Keep. Oh yeah, yeah the the mutineers. John tell uh, John tells the Watch to organize a party to attack the mutineers, and they cannot risk having any any information about the weakness of Castle Black's defenses leaked to Mance Raiders' approaching army, and then Daenerys lays siege to Marine. All right, That's episode so, three. <laughs> all right, so so far what do we have again? Don't go to a wedding, the purple wedding, so named because. Joffrey turned a lovely shade of purple. Um, and, and, and during oh, this time... So veiny. Yes. Uh, during this time, it should also point out that Olena Tyrell is encouraging Marjorie to get close with Tom. And so I think someone mentioned that Marjorie was getting close to him. But um, And Olena hints she is the one who killed Joffrey, but we don't get confirmation of that. Elena's my second favorite character in this entire series. The Queen of Shade. I'm sorry, she is. Diana Rigg, oh my god, I love oh, she's, her. She's oh. like one of the only characters who, who made it to their end in, with with dignity and... And um, revenge. Oh, and revenge. She, she yeah. put shade on her end like nobody's business. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Are you going to blast through uh, the the Wikipedia episode four real quick? Rocket, you turkey. 
Uh, Daenerys successfully captures Marine amidst the slave revolt and immediately seeks justice for the slain slave children by nailing 163 masters to posts. At sea, Littlefinger admits to Sansa that he was involved in Joffrey's death uh, in King's Landing. Olena, who is planning to leave, also implies to Marjorie that she was involved in the poisoning and convinces her to seduce Tommen before Cersei has a chance to turn uh, turn him against her. Jamie meets with uh, Tyrion and is convinced of his innocence. However, Cersei is adamant about Tyrion's guilt and orders Jamie to hunt down and kill Sansa. Jamie instead tasks Brienne of Tarth with finding and protecting her, giving uh, her both uh, his Valerian sword and Podrick as her squire. Podrick with the magic dick. Uh, <laughs> in the north, in effort to get rid of uh, John, uh, Alistair Thorne and Janos Slint conspire to allow John to lead an expedition against the mutineers who have captured Bran's party and forced him to reveal his identity. Further north, a White Walker takes Craster's last newborn son to a secret ritual site where he is transformed into a walker. Right. That four. was an awesome cliffhanger. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, creepy AF. Yes, alright, so we get to uh, later in the season where Tyrion is on trial through combat and he picks O'Baron Martell as his champion, or, uh, you know, he get he gets uh, Martell to Oberyn. To you know that Oberyn. guy's gonna be around forever. Yes, and <laughs> Cersei picks Goes as her champion, or well, is it her as Joffrey's champion? I guess you could say Gregor the Mountain Clegane, who is the huge and psychotic elder brother of the Hound. And you know what, Oberyn really has the advantage in here because he's small, he's quick, and he has poison blades. So he is gonna come out on top. Well, heck yeah, he should have won. Damn it. So he, well, yeah. Wait, he didn't. He didn't. Well, I'm Hold on. getting to that. <laughs> I'm. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm having fun with Michelle. Okay. Can I? So have anyway, that? yes, you can. All right. So yes. in a in a Star Trek moment, <laughs> the mountain and. Uh, uh, Oberyn, Theo said, uh, hold on, hold on. Theo says he's not getting audio. Uh, I'm innocent. I'm just saying. It was record. Oh no, it wasn't recording. Oh no. It's Susan. Susan's also saying she's. Ha- Is anybody else having trouble? Hold on, let me take hmm. a look. All right, it'll be on the recording. I think. Yeah, it should be on the recording. I will take care of it. All right. Oh, shit. I'm That's cool. <laughs> okay. right. Susan just walked in here. It's cool. He's working on it. It's yeah. Good. Thank you. That's uh, my... Uh... All right. It's, it, it should be working, but let's... Uh, let's uh, double check. Is your, is your brain going to explode? <laughs> yeah, it's working. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, everybody, that's why you shouldn't go to a wedding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Horse All right. again. All right. <laughs> so we get to the we get to the fight between the mountain and Oberyn, uh, and it, it looks like Oberyn's winning because he is poisoning the mountain with, with what was he using? Uh, he was using like daggers, wasn't he? Or, or like long, like long knives, or they spear. Were, spear. I think a spear was involved. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's got a very potent <laughs> venom. He's using a very potent venom. So oh, it looks like it, what, what do you call it? What do you call that in D and D? It's like a long. It's a staff. A it's not a spear. A like pike. A pike. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah. Like a pike, but I think it had a curved blade or something on the end. Solid conscious. The speedum, the ransor, there's a, a glaive's guard arm, all sorts. Yeah, of something yeah. along those lines. But anyway, go ahead, Adam. Where was? All right. So it looks like the mountain's down for the count. I mean, the mountain's pretty much done because of all the poison. But uh, Oberyn lets down his guard, and the mountain, with the last of his strength, basically squishes his head like a grape. And so Tyrion is declared guilty of murdering Joffrey, even though he totally didn't do it. I do not mean that sarca sarcastically. He totally did not do it. He didn't. Right. You're right. Right. And, and it was a, yeah, it was a, a rigged trial of honor. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the mountain, presumably, uh, while well, he's suffering and... Uh, Cersei's mad scientist guy. A Meister? Uh, no, not one of those guys. Form, former so, Meister. Yeah, the, the mountain technically does pass. Yes, he dies. However, <laughs> the Meister becomes the uh, mad scientist of the group and decides to, hey, I can work with this. Yes. There we go. Yeah. He Kyburn. Kyburn. And he gets his he gets his mad scientist freak on <laughs> and all of a sudden Cersei has a new bodyguard who suspiciously Call Frankenstein. I, he doesn't what, smell very good though. What do they call him I, after he's reanimated? I forget. He has Oh a, in the in the movies name. he was he was Sir John Strong or something like it was it was a real like in the in the books, I'm sorry if I said comic books. In the books, I remember reading about this. I never read the books, but he had like a really, like you know, the, a regal appearance with like rainbow feathers on his helmet and stuff like that. And he was like Sir John the Magnificent or something. I'll look at Sir John. Totally not the Mountain reanimated by <laughs> Evil Magic Strong. Yeah. Yeah, so the, but they're not doing that in the in the series, uh, you know, in the TV series. Right. In the right. books, let me see. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, he should uh, be weeping all sorts of goopy gloop and smelling horrifically nasty. Sir, uh, oh, it, Sir yeah. Robert Strong. I was close. Sir Robert Strong was was his uh, name. So and, and the, but yeah, they they made them all like gaudy and stuff in the books. So they were trying to like uh, pass it off, like you know. Um, but yeah, they don't they don't fuck with that in the no. Yeah right. yeah yeah. Here's a pic. I'm looking at a picture of him, and he has like rainbow feathers sticking out of his helmet. <laughs> so oh, uh, here I'm not in the chat, but I'll get in there. I'll uh I'll I'll uh show everybody what what he looked the, the according to the book descriptions looked like but anyway i'll shut up go ahead adam all right uh bah, 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 bah. where were we joffrey's dead uh the, the mountain's dead everyone's pretty much dead um <laughs> not everybody not everybody but uh 
so Kyburn is tasked with saving the mountain because Cersei needs her muscle. Cersei refuses to marry Loras Tyrell because she doesn't want to be separated from her impressionable incest son. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because they were uh, saying that Cersei should marry Loras at one point, which it kind of looked like it was going to go that way for a bit. Isn't, but, the, you know. isn't the youngest still alive at this point? Tommen? Yeah. Wait. Yes, Tommen. Yeah, Tommen's still Tommen. alive. Uh, Tommen right. is just kind of being groomed as as the next king. Yeah, um, because <laughs> yeah, they don't know. They know Joffrey's not going to be around long. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, no. Well, Joffrey's done. Joffrey Joffrey's died in episode yeah. three. So, uh, Marjorie is uh, smoothing <laughs> on up to him. Yeah. All right. That's so creepy. Yeah. Is it? All right. Well, in the book, he was a lot younger, too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so, uh, to wrap up the season, uh, Egrette dies, and uh, Jon Snow uh, gives her a funeral pyre. Um, My glasses are slipping. That's Um, so sad. Yes. Uh, Arya Stark goes on a ship to the free city of Bravos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's making her list and checking it twice. (laughs) Um, Brienne Brienne wants to protect Arya, but the Hound is like, you've got a Lannister sword. Hell no! Is this where where, we're at the uh, the Airy, too? Uh, Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was headed that way. Littlefinger kills his wife, or his new wife, after mm-hmm. she tries to kill Sansa. And, of course, uh, this is another... Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. Uh, shit, it... was this season... Was that season three? No, no, this is season four. No, it's a, it's, a, oh. it's, it's another incestuous relationship, though. The mother and oh. her child. You know, that little boy is yeah, constantly breastfeeding. It wasn't incestuous, but there no, was a breastfeeding. That... It's horrible. But wait a minute. I'm, I'm confused. Where did it happen? Because did we skip? Uh, was that season two where, where Tyrion was in the airy? We totally missed that where he first yeah. meets. Um, where he has where a he whole trial. Bron. The trial. Yeah, where he takes yep. Braun as his champion. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, man. Yeah. That, oh, we, because. Yeah, because Caitlyn took Tyrion as a hostage. Yes. Oh, God, I can't believe we missed that beat. That that was huge. So. I just need to say that it is Indian Media Weekly's official position that breastfeeding is a natural and wonderful thing. Yes. But not after the age of eight. Okay? <laughs> that kid was like 12 or 13 years old. That's horrifying. <laughs> Mommy, I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, God, no. All right. No, have some, go have some horsey, little Brett. Oh. Again. Horseburger <laughs> uh, <laughs> helper. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, so, anyway, Arya goes to Bravos uh, to try and become an assassin. And oh wait, we forgot the big one. So Jamie lets Tyrion out of prison because Tyrion was in prison waiting to to be executed, and we get a we get a decent brother you know moment between the brothers. And again, I mean, I, I like I know we were only supposed to pick one you know two people, but I picked three because again, 
it's two sides of the same coin, you know, with Cersei and, and Jaime. Jaime treats Tyrion like a human being with dignity and respect. Yeah. And, and so Tyrion's like, all right, I'm getting out of town. I got to pack my bags, get my bug out bag, my money, my whore. <laughs> and there are. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say this entire series is full of characters that have had, you know, redemptions. Uh, if you look mm-hmm. at the Hound uh, and and the path he takes, Jamie, his character starts off as a total. Oh my God, you want to, you know, punch him, you know, and then by the end you're like, okay, he's he's actually kind of, you know, and then the, uh, I love the the way character, even the lady in red, with all the war crimes she committed, you know. But it, even even Tyrion, he didn't think of her as his whore anymore. He actually cared for her. Yes, I agree. Mm. I agree. He was trying so, to protect her, and yeah. he goes back. He goes back, and finds out his father has been poking the woman, porking the woman he loves, and he deals with it like any rational adult would. He kills Shay, and then shoots his father with a crossbow while his father is on the crapper. Another yeah. lesson in Westeros: lock the toilet door. <laughs> yes. And his father deserves to die on the crapper. Yes, he d- he, he died, died on a throne. <laughs> he died as he lived. Well, I'll tell you what, dead. that's kind of convenient and sanitary because apparently you <laughs> shit yourself when you die, so That's what you I know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I w- I wouldn't know for sure. I haven't died yet. Yeah. Wow. I've shit we all have Kenny. It's nothing, <laughs> it's nothing to be proud of I've, I've had a muscle I, seizure everybody poops yeah I've had a muscle seizure where I've lost all bowel, bowel control so hey it happens oh that's right it Kenny does here for the it first does. hour to hear about the no thing. oh yeah I, I actually had blood uh, they, they drew blood on me one time and they kept digging in my arm for the, the vein ah and I had a muscle seizure, and I lost all bodily control, and it was really, really hard. I am so like, and sorry to hear that. It was traumatizing. So, uh, apparently, a lot, so, yeah. a lot more traumatizing than having the strep throat strep throat test shoved down my throat. Heck yeah! You 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 piss and poop your pants in front of a whole room of strangers and see how you like it. There you go. All right. So I, I think we actually did pretty well. We got through. We got through four. Hey, seasons. look on the bright side. At least you didn't barf too. Right? Yeah, that that would have really, really sucked. <laughs> no, it would not have sucked. It was horrible. I was fifteen. How do you oh, feel? Okay. Yeah. How do you feel waking up seeing a whole group of people looking over you and going, "Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you're gonna be uncomfortable because you just pissed and pooped your pants." Thank you. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, you made your point. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, All right. So hey, we actually did. Hey. We actually did pretty well. We had to gloss over a bunch of stuff because I'm an idiot and just couldn't let. No, my... no. This is so horribly rich. This, the entire storyline is is so fraught with daggers and points and love and. Everybody hating each other. It's you can't, you know. It's not just glossing over. You're gonna miss stuff. You really are. Yep. You sure are. Anyway. 
You know, I, I want to say this before we wrap things up. I know we, we talked about possible predictions and stuff like that. And I'll say this. I've only ever gotten one prediction right for Game of Thrones. And that was a zombie dragon. Yeah, it was cool. And, yeah. and I wish I was wrong because I will tell you what. That was probably one of the most gut-wrenching episodes I've seen. That was probably that d- the death of the uh, I forget what the dragon's name was um, but uh, thank you uh, but that that was probably one of the most gut-wrenching moments of the series for me because it wasn't just the, the fact that I love the dragons but it was like I felt I, con- I, I felt the pain of Daenerys losing one of her children and it didn't just die it came back from the dead. I mean, can you imagine a mother losing her child and that child is immediately brought back to be your enemy? I that's exactly. so that that's didn't so happen her in her presence. I'm not sure she's actually found no. that out yet. No, I, she I, hasn't. I, but we as viewers, we as viewers yes. know that's coming. And we oh. know the dragons are her children. Yes. Yeah. Because she can't mother have of, children. Mother of dragons. Yeah. But she also can't have children anymore because right. of the. This is true. Yeah. Right. All right. So, so. So next Saturday we'll be going over seasons five, six, and seven theories for season eight. Some other talk, uh, and we'll have Joe Santorsa on to to help mm-hmm. uh, help guide guide our ship. Um, I will. No say, political talk. No well, political. The, we're, we well, are sticking to the plan this time. Okay. Yes. yes, but what? But real quick though, the 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 point I brought up about predictions is that I don't think I'm going to do predictions. I because I've only ever predicted one thing right. I'm going to make a wish list of things I want for the final season. I That's like a good that idea. idea. Yes. I like that idea. So we'll do predictions slash so. wish lists. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to do predictions. I want to do what I, I want to see happen. Yep. Well, I think mm. I think I know what's going to be on all of our wish list, and that's the Clegane Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think that's almost a gimme because it has a fucking name, Clegane Bowl. <laughs> but, that, but that's a fan um, thing. That's not like J.R. Martin saying, yeah. "Oh, there's going to be a Clegane Bowl." Um, oh, I know, I know. Uh, but you know, it's uh, I, it, it's just funny you you even bring up. Clegane Bowl, but anyway, I'm go just ahead. Saying that's, I, I'm just saying, I think it's going to be on everyone's list. But uh, no, uh, the thing is, is that I, I will say the reason why I wanted to do two full episodes is, first of all, I want to be able to do this series justice. It's one of the, it is probably the best fantasy series TV series ever made. Um, it's yeah. not necessarily my oh, yeah. personal preference of style of. Of fantasy, but I've enjoyed it. Uh, you know, like there, there are moments that make me cringe. You know, I was one of those people who was kind of turned off by the ultra violence and the red wedding and the the rape. It's like, okay, I get it. These people are savages. You've established that, J.R. Martin. Move on. Well, with me, I I almost didn't watch it after like the first three episodes, but then I started getting involved in storylines. I saw the story behind the sex and the rape and the all the fun, you know, incest and all that crazy ass shit that people think. Oh and well, this is wait, cool. 
No, right. before we get to parting shots, I forgot we have one last <clears throat> lesson from these first four seasons to add to our list. Okay. And that is after the death of Tywin, we learn uh, that... Uh, you know, nasty little fellows such as yourself <laughs> always get their comeuppance. <laughs> they do? Oh, yes. Always. Yes. Wrong franchise. <laughs> I know that, but the, the lesson... It is still, still a viable lesson. Still a lesson. Yes, it is. And we're yes, going to be getting a lot of comeuppance, including uh, some comeuppance, you know, uh, for from for people who are ostensibly the good guys, but uh, you know, kill their younger brothers just because he's not liked and the younger brother is. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there, so yeah, the next three seasons or next wait five, six, and seven. Yeah, three seasons. You're going to be getting a lot of comeuppance. Looking at yep. you, yeah. phrase. Looking at you, and I think we're gonna do a favorite. Uh, also, we're we're gonna be. Uh, I think Miles or Michelle, one of you guys suggested we do favorite pairings of characters. Was that it? Miles did. Yes. He, yeah, I was talking about it. it was, yeah, I mean, every character, uh, not every character meets every other character, but there are times when they travel together or have an yeah. interest, a, a good. Uh, uh, dialogue or or you know yeah and unlikely uh, what, what, what unlikely pairing or unlikely um it doesn't have to be unlikely i mean you can yeah, like, yeah, okay. you, you can like the uh i mean at, when arya rescued the assassin and she, and he gave her free uh three kills and then he left yeah. but he gave her the coin for example yeah. you knew she was going to use that so that wasn't unexpected. That was that was a likely you know result. So you, you I think, think we should yeah. I, I also want to suggest that we do our top five battles ranked. You mean oh. fights, not just battles, but fights? No, I, I would say lar- large large scale battles. Oh, or maybe maybe three, maybe maybe three. If you I want to do a couple on air, realist- I think three is going to be more realistic. Yeah. I, I, I my, just had like five flash in my head, so yeah, I have my best interaction, but large scale battles, not really. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, well, you know, it could be con. We could we could go favorite conflicts, right? You know, um, but you know, battles, large scale, small scale, whatever. I I don't care. I'm 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 leaning towards large scale battles myself. So okay. Actually, I have one or two. All right. Uh, don't forget Midnight Sun tonight. I've got a special treat. They finally released the soundtracks for the Dragon Prince. Woot! So nice. And and I, if you have Kenny, if you haven't checked out the season, you know the series yet, at least watch the first couple episodes. Episodes and see the set. The setup is brilliant. Okay. All right. We we're looking for something to watch. So all uh, Susan's listening. So she might. She might. I I enjoy it. I mean, let me put it this way. You guys know yeah. that I have the ADHD really bad. I finished season two in one day. Ouch! There you go. There you go. And I want more. All right. Well, let me do my parting shot because I got to run to the boys' room. Oh, wait. Um. But uh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing three hours of this. Because I really want to get into the nitty gritty of, uh, again, a, a wish list. I and actually, I'll uh, you know, if you guys want, I'll make a list of large scale battles, and you can rank those. And then maybe I'll make a list of 
small battles, and maybe you guys can rank those too. So that'd be cool. Know, and, and maybe then we'll we'll uh, do a scoring system on it to see what our preferred battles are from the first seven seasons of this. So that I'll 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 do that. I'll make the list and I'll submit. Have you guys submit your votes, um, and uh, maybe post that over on uh, uh, the turnips page or something for other folks. But anyway, um, that's all I got. I'm not sure what's going to happen on Turn Up the Night on Tuesday, but uh, everybody have a terrific weekend. I'm going to go pee. All right. You, you, yeah. We'll see you on the, after we... All right. Uh, Michelle, what do you got for us? I do not have much. However, I did post a link in uh, the chat room and in Skype that Britt sent me. Just to give you an idea of his cosplay little shenanigans yes so. and, and of course if anyone from uh brit wolf's channel was was listening tonight thank you we really enjoyed having him and uh yes you know it, it was a lot of fun all right uh miles what do you got for us well um i'll i'll just make a prediction you know this is my my parting shot my prediction and it won't come true but it'll, it's still my prediction <laughs> That the Southern District of New York or New York State or whoever's in charge of it is going to buck the Justice Department's standing rule that you cannot indict president a, a sitting president and they are going to find something to indict him on. And that's going to happen this upcoming week. And so we won't be talking don't, about that next Saturday because we'll be talking about it. No, happens. I'm just saying. That's my prediction. I don't know. <laughs> Don't jinx it, he says. <laughs> Look, I don't want there to be oh. any news next week. Good luck I, with that. Hey, I got I got something more disturbing than all that right now. Susan put in the chat room um, that uh, uh, if anybody wants the dragon update, uh, there's a YouTuber out there that's predicting Daenerys is pregnant by Jon Snow and will lay a dragon egg. <laughs> She says she's disturbed. <laughs> I don't blame so her. So there's, uh, but yeah, dragon eggs, human eggs. Is Daenerys going to sit <laughs> sit and roost on the egg for weeks, or will she outsource the dragon? Putting, uh, uh, to, outsource putting, it to a dragon. You're putting way too much thought into this pick. I'm sorry. Su- well, that's Susan. That's Susan. Uh, I'm reading her comments. So, um, but yeah, so Daenerys might lay a dragon egg. We'll see. All right. <laughs> and what if a wolf comes out of it? Ah! All right, everyone. Have a nice week. Midnight Sun tonight. Uh, like I said, gonna get some cut. Gonna run some cuts from the Dragon Prince. And again, if you haven't watched it, watch it. I need people to talk about it with. Wars watched it. We've been talking on on Discord about it. So, uh, so everyone, have a nice week. And again, unless Schittler manages to start World War Three over the next seven days, it's all Game of Thrones next week, even if it kills me. It just might. So everyone have a great week. We'll be back next week, and uh, goodbye. Time for go to bed. It is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Gah.
disgusting worm. Push the button, Frank. Get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Listeners, thank you for your attendance.